Hello, hello. Hey, Danny. Hi. We're just a couple minutes late, but we're doing all right. Yeah, well, you know, hey, everything, everything is good. Uh, it, it, what is it? Good things are uh, good things to those to wait or something like that. Um, yeah, so, something like that. But yeah, so as we're gathering here, FOW live, uh, and uh, Mika Villas will be joining us uh, shortly. Danny, how's uh, how's the last week and a half been for you? Um. You know, going a little stir crazy. I mean, I've been kind of getting out of the house and driving around and, you know, like been to the grocery store maybe twice in the last week and a half, you know, but I'm not someone who always wants to go somewhere. But now that I'm told that I can't go somewhere, I want to go somewhere, you know, it's like the fact of being told we can't do something makes me want to do it more that that American rebellious spirit. You know, I mean, it, it's, isn't that, you know, a great thing, though? People that, you know, when, when you're challenged and when you're told you can't do something, it's like, well, let, let's, let's see, you know, it's like, it's like I, I take it as, as a personal challenge myself. Well, it, you know, it, it is kind of a, a good thing at times, you know, because it, it gets you to push the envelope and try new things. You know, we wouldn't have made it to the moon if somebody probably had told us that we couldn't do it. Um, but at the same time, like sometimes you just need to be okay with doing what you're told for the good of everybody else, you know? Yeah. But that's not always the case. And I, and I'm, I'm not exempt from that. So, uh, yeah, just sitting at home and, uh, trying not to go too crazy and, um, you know, but the news just keeps getting that we're going to be longer and longer and sadly longer until real live sports return, including professional wrestling. Yeah, it's it, it, it with pro wrestling uh, is definitely it's definitely a weird, a weird time. But yeah, alas, you know, and we'll t- we're going to start talking about WrestleMania shortly once uh, Mika is uh is in but man just the uh the fact that at, at this point WWE is the only uh company that is still producing some type of event may not be a live event but it's an event that is been currently taped you know yeah Nobody else Any, anything else event. that's yeah, anything else that's out there has already been pre-taped. You know, like Impact had a new show this week, but they taped it at the beginning of, you know, they taped it several weeks ago in Atlanta. Um, you know, and I think Ring of Honor's been running, uh, you know, best ofs. So it's like, here's an entire hour dedicated to, you know, the story of Jay Lethal in Ring of Honor. And, uh, you know, so many of our, uh, you know, it, same with, well, it, AEW has been doing new stuff as well. They have their undisclosed location. um, And they've been also kind of filming new, uh, new stuff as well. So that's, that's just, just them and WWE. And I'm pretty sure anybody else is pulling stuff out of the vault and, uh, you know, to try to keep content out there to keep some kind of revenue coming in and keep the fans happy. 
Yeah, and also, but from what I hear, the the thing we're also going to be, uh, you know, with it, at least with uh, AEW, they've already taped a lot of stuff the last time they got together. Uh, oh, so, okay. So yeah. So the next so, few weeks may be just tape exactly. stuff then. Right. So uh, they're, so they're no longer producing anything, right? They're done taping. Yeah. Okay. They, gotcha. Apparently, Vince is still doing stuff. He's gonna be flying people in to do stuff post WrestleMania. I guess they're good yeah. for this week, but going uh, thereafter, we're gonna get more stuff, and that is what I'm waiting to see. You know what well, comes of it. Well, we've heard, you know, so some of the, the the snippets that I've heard is this past, you know, this current week, WWE has been filming a lot of stuff. And the things that they've been filming have been, you know, uh, they've been filming a lot of individual matches, but they're taking the precautions of changing out the, the canvas and the turnbuckle pads and different things like that between every single match. But they're just filming a bunch of matches. So I'm guessing we'll probably, you know, they maybe have spent an entire day, you know, filming a bunch of NXT matches to be shown over the next couple weeks, you know, or filming a lot of SmackDown matches to be shown over the next couple weeks. And they'll probably add in video packages, you know, longer promo segments that would be filmed at different locations. Maybe, um, you know, they're get they're trying to find ways to be creative as well as creating the new content. Yeah. So, the hostess of the Moses is here, Mika Villas. How, how is it? Are you having cabin or uh, hotel fever? Um, I'm essentially non-essential right now, so I am. Um, I'm having shelter in place fever. I'm just like, what do people do all day? I just this is weird and strange, and I don't like it. I mean, yeah. I will say, I personally, uh, I am in uh, a hermit. I, I, I like to stay home, never go out. But, of course, you know, in the last few years since, you know, I started going out more and finding more like-minded friends who, who who enjoy pro wrestling as much as I do, Uh I've, you know, I've had more social interaction with a lot more people in the last few years than I had, you know, before. And I think that's because for a long time, I enjoyed all of my pro wrestling, uh, you know, through TV and VHS tapes and, and later down the road, DVDs, right? But then I was like, wait, hey, this, this you know, it's not, and I think it all started for me in 2014 when I discovered that there was actually a wrestling company in Atlanta that was actually worth going to and going out of my way to see, right? Because in my own personal opinion, <laughs> everything else is just, you know, like like the song uh, says, crap. Uh, well, <laughs> it's, it was, you know, it was more of a wrestling style. And, and although that has its audience, you are definitely not a part of the audience that likes the traditional wrestling. I, de I definitely do not. So as I, as I take a sip of my Coke and rum, long live the Kraken. Well, I, I, I'll fill wow. in a little bit for him while he, while he gives a plug to a specific brand. Hopefully we get a sponsorship, but, um, 
I'm I'm kind of the same way, you know. I used to I didn't really go to a lot of live shows, and for the same reason, you know, I always associated it with very much a wrestling, you know, grannies yelling, and and in a sense, I have kind of an appreciation for that now. I do like it every once in a while to be there live, you know. But yeah, that was kind of it around 2014, going to Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment because I had seen DVDs, you know, of you know of Ring of Honor, and of course of. Uh, you know, different places, PWG, and, you know, but I was always like, oh, man, those places are always so far away, and Ring of Honor never comes down here, and, but finding somewhere here, it greatly expanded my, uh, my viewers, you know, my viewership of wrestling, because then that spurned into several other places, and also, at the same time, it, it expanded my friend group, and led me to, you know, to you guys, and so many others, and so, I didn't really have a hobby until I dove full, full head back into wrestling again. You know, back in twenty fourteen ish, and here we are all together. So yeah, so I was trying to press. Uh, okay, now you're gonna use a word. I, I was saying all of that to say that now that I'm, you know, at home by myself with with, with the missus, uh, but. Away from everybody, my dear friends, being able to just hang out, have a drink, scream, be fans, watch wrestling. I, I do kind of miss, I miss that, you know. I miss seeing seeing people, but you know, I'm I'm still not yet at that cabin fever. I I leave my house maybe once every three weeks. I probably left have left the house twice since the middle of Feb of uh, February. No, middle March, middle March. So last three weeks, okay, or something like that. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's kind of hard. It's kind of weird. Uh, but we're all making it. And I tell you what, uh, we live in, in in such a weird, weird time. But we're making the best of it. And one thing, you know, hey, listen. Vince McMahon, you know, he went toe-to-toe -to -toe against God in a wrestling ring once, all right? If he is big, man, big enough to take on the Lord Almighty, uh, then he can take on Mother Nature. I think, you know, even Mother Nature will job to Vince McMahon. Sure, we didn't get WrestleMania in front of 70-plus thousand people and millions eight, watching eight, around. Eight. 80,000. 80,000 in the um, little Tampa Bay Dome there. <laughs> Can you fit that many people on the boat? Okay, look, Vince McMahon is not Noah, okay? He can't fit two of everything in one stadium. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> but we all got to enjoy not one night, but two nights of WrestleMania. And I think blessings that we got two nights because actually can give us more to talk about on this episode as we have <laughs> you know we don't have a lot more to talk about because you know this there's nothing else going on killed everything else there's nothing else going on it's terrible i hate it it's the worst i was driving around in my car <laughs> yesterday listening to wrestling themes and getting sad okay i was listening to new oh, japan wow. themes and stuff and like i'd hear the rainmaker theme and hear tanahashi's theme and get sad because i missed it so bad okay oh that's so it's the that's worst. so sad 
First of all, you're supposed to be sheltering in place. You shouldn't be driving around. You're supposed to be in the house. Going to the going to the grocery store, okay? And just kind of taking a long route because I got tired of being in the house, okay? <laughs> okay. All right, fine. All right. So let's let's do this. WrestleMania 36, part one. Pre-show match: Cesaro defeats Drew Gulak. You know, I, I thought this was a, a, a very nice, what, five-minute wrestling match. And, uh, you know, Cesaro, you know, the king of Swiss, the king of, you know, the, he did win the inaugural under the, the giant battle royal, if I remember correctly. If not the second, but I think it was the first. Um, Wait, look, here, he once again no. on the pre-show. <laughs> that wasn't him. Yeah. That was like Braun or somebody. No, no, no. There's well, there's been a few of the Andre battle royals. It was he won one, Corbin won one. Didn't Mojo Raleigh win one? Like it's been a weird group of people that won them. Okay. Um, but I think I think Cesaro won the first one. You know, in in uh, in Miami, if I remember correctly. That's how long because ago the big was, show had how, an, how because the big show had an actual was. match. Well, it's never been important. Okay, you get a cool trophy that maybe they don't even get to keep. Maybe they just put it back in the office when they get done. You know, like we don't know if they're taking that trophy home. How do you check that baggage in at the airport? Okay, nine foot trophy with Andre's head on it. Okay, like it's it's not something that you can just put in your in your overhead bin. Um, but you know, it was a, yet again good match, fast. Two guys who can absolutely throw down and wrestle. Um, you know, Cesaro, of course, is going to get the win as he's kind of the more established guy and in an established stable on TV where Drew Gulak and Daniel Bryan's uh, tandem is just kind of getting started. Yeah, and uh, our, our friend Eric, who is listening to the show, um, does concur with me. And, uh, yes, he confirms Cesaro did win the first one. Uh, and according to the Google machine and – uh, because everything on the internet is true, kids. Believe the internet. Uh, Cesaro won the internet. Uh, yeah, we're going with that. Uh, WrestleMania 30, April 6, in the uh, how do you, the, the Mercedes Silverdome is what Hulk Hogan called it that night, if I remember correctly. Hulk Hogan also said the other day that God is punishing us by giving us the coronavirus. Okay. The coronavirus is here because God is punishing us for some weird stuff. So no matter yep, what Hulk Hogan me... says, it's probably wrong. Okay, let's just go ahead and say that. Wait, I was there for that. Apparently I was drinking. I don't remember Cesaro winning anything. It's you been were that drinking long, but okay. during, a, yeah, re- during a wrestling show? I, I don't know, believe I it. know. I don't I know. believe that, you, you saintly woman, you. <laughs> Thank you very much. My halo... Uh, it's a little, it's outside right now, so it doesn't get sick. We're sheltering in place, keeping six feet apart, so, you know, hey. So, yeah, wow. <laughs> okay. I didn't watch this match. I, I really didn't. I, I it was you don't watch any pre-show matches. Did you didn't There's, know? Yeah, uh, we don't. Because that, that wasn't, or wasn't that drinking enough that you don't the remember. The first time? Probably. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I will say I watched the girls' match. I did watch Night uh, Two's first pre-show match. So I mean, Natty and um, what's her face, Liv. So I did watch a pre-show match at least. Well, you were probably you still it. drinking and thinking it was still the same night. I was pouring yeah. heavy, 
because I saw Liv Morgan on my screen at a WrestleMania. So I, I thought I was drunk, but I was sober at that time. You when know, I said uh, it. Um, a TV feud with where you pretend to be somebody else's spitting girlfriend gets you a WrestleMania spot, okay? Apparently, or her temperature was just right. It was like the three bears. Which one of you, yeah. you know, non-compliant girls, your temperature's low, you're in the match. Okay. There you go, yeah. Well, they didn't so, want to put her in the sixth way, so you well, got to give her something, you know, I guess. I guess. So yeah, nice little match there for the little, I mean, short match. Um, not the short people kind, just not very long in time. Not not Max, match. not Max Mini kind of Masquerita Sagrada no. match. Can we not no. go with the short jokes, please? I'm feeling I like I resemble that remark. Let's keep going. Right. Yes. All right. Next. Uh, okay. So opening match of WrestleMania. I think I I I, I tweeted this. Uh, on the FOW Twitter that night, but of course, uh, you know, you start the night with the goddess of the WWE because that that's how every night she starts. Alexa Bliss <laughs> and Nikki Cross defeat the Kabuki Warriors to win the WWE so, Women's Acting Championship. So, All you know, I didn't realize. Goddess. I, I didn't realize that the Kabuki Warriors had the titles for six months they for six months they held these titles and i feel like they did kind of iconic thing where they didn't defend the titles and if they did there weren't memorable title defenses there's nobody chasing these women's tag team titles they're they're well, pretty they were, little accessories they defended them yeah they defended them a couple times but it was they weren't really memorable defenses it seems that there was because oscar had the feud with becky lynch you know so She's fighting singles matches. Kyrie got a concussion uh, when Charlotte slammed her through a table. Because um, Charlotte so, works so safe. Uh huh. Yeah. So um, I got lots of notes. So from she that had a girl. So later. she had a concussion, <laughs> um, and so she didn't. So Kyrie didn't wrestle for a little bit, and that's when they had Oscar doing more TV stuff. Oscar was doing, you know, would jump in on commentary and dance and and all that. So I yeah, I don't know what happened to the tag team division because it's most of the tag teams are kind of come apart and come together and come apart and come together. You know, so yes, I don't they I'm pretty sure they defended them a few times. I think even against, you know, Bliss Cross, Applesauce, um, as they're calling themselves. That uh and are we gonna get like WWE applesauce now? Is that what's about to happen? I mean, you might get Bliss Cross applesauce um, on the uh, on the network. You know, you can you can buy it on the shop um, <laughs> tonight only. Buy a shirt and get only. applesauce for free. <laughs> yeah, buy a shirt and we'll send you we'll send you a little thing of applesauce with a with a with a Scottish cross on it and. Uh, um, oh gosh! But yeah, they haven't. So they haven't, like you said, it, it had been six months, but there hadn't been a whole lot of memorable title defenses. I think they went down to NXT and defended them against uh, against a team that I want to say Knox and, and Kai before Dakota Kai went and turned heel. They defended hmm. them against them. Um, so they had had them quite some time, and uh, it was. Yeah, it, but it like you said, it hadn't really been memorable, and I think part of that was they did so much single stuff, and Kyrie got hurt and and had you know had to kind of sit out for several weeks, and um, 
but still, it's a shame that the division is kind of you know bouncing around, coming and falling apart because all the teams are, you know, it, Sasha and Bailey, and then Sasha and Bailey go to singles, and then you know, same with with Bliss and and Nikki, like didn't they go singles or you know, uh, Sonya and Mandy, and now they're on, on opposite ends against each other, and you know, some of the different teams that were seemingly all there at one time are now split. You know, even the Riot squads in in pieces now and um so it's just it's yeah there's not really much of a division which is kind of some of the criticisms that people were having when they first brought the titles into existence in the first place exactly they're just making all of our complaints come true where are the iconics i never thought i was to have to where are they bring them back at least they were entertaining why break up the riot squad Liv Morgan, and you could have kept Liv and Sarah together and still called them the Riot Squad if you want Ruby to be a separate and, you know, out there on her own. But there was no, there's no legitimate tag team, female tag team, that can challenge for these titles. They're really just kind of throwing girls together and pulling them apart. So it's like, why have these titles? Let's just go ahead, put them on the shelf until you can figure out what to do. <laughs> so that we can yeah. say first ever, okay? That's pretty much first why they brought ever. them, so that we can say first ever. Well, they've done that. They did that. It's done. Put these titles on the shelf. Let these women go for singles titles, uh, and let's call it a day. But I watched this match. Um, I, I love Nikki Cross. I mean, her energy is off the charts. And with this being that, you know, empty arena, start off WrestleMania-type match, um... I don't know what order they shot this in, but man, her energy was so off the charts that I was like, you know what? I don't need a crowd. I can get to watch her and I can feel like people will be so into this match based on her energy that she's given off. I'm not going to talk about Alexa Bliss and the finish, how her um, twisted bliss hit old girl in the knees or the, 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 the shins because that looked like it hurt. But, you know, hey, they won. That's all we count. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes your your high risk maneuvers kind of uh, don't don't exactly hit flush every single time. Uh, and it's <laughs> when's the, the last time we saw that hit? When when did you last time we saw that hit? Good, because I've been watching it and it's been sloppy. Uh, Umberto Carrillo, that was the last time it hit cleanly. Okay, when Umberto Carrillo mm-hmm. does it, <laughs> his okay. his his is like butter. His is his is AEW. His is like butter. <laughs> and she's over here with this, uh, you know, dollar store margarine. I need her to stop. Get a new finish. Yeah. She was submitting people. She's she was a- making them tap out. Let her, let her make them tap and then out. She had, I'm, I'm okay with that. And she had her weird. She had her weird DDT for a while. You know. Her oh yeah, she DDT did that during the match. Something. Yeah. Pa- but that Patrick, was like that goddess? was her finish. Listen, listen. Yeah. We, we we look. You can, you know, just Vince McMahon questions God doesn't mean you question a goddess, okay? It's, <laughs> it's very different. You don't, you know, she comes, she's great, she conquers, all right? She's like the female Brock Lesnar. She conquers, and then she goes, and th- there she goes, all right? Goes away for a while, yeah. Gets, gets concussed again, you know, retires for a say. while. <laughs> you know? And goes away. Goes away for a wow. while. Listen, bottom line, there's a chance. It was a fun match. And, and let's talk a little bit about this whole empty arena, right? Because I see people, 
you know. I don't like it. Hey, I don't yeah, like it. You don't like it, sure. Now, look, me and, you know, okay, I'm a wrestling fan, right? And But I think I've made it known I don't like a lot of wrestling fans in general, right? Because there's a lot of, like lot of obnoxious. Well, people. You don't say. Sometimes people can be loud and obnoxious and just steal the fun out of things for me. Hey, so I'm sitting for, right here. Just, you don't have to talk about me like that. Listen, you moved away, okay? That solved a lot of problems. <laughs> okay, but, all right. But so to me, okay, I have to see no fans. Okay, people have called me a monster because I watch most wrestling on, uh, on mute because I don't care for most commentary. Unless you are part of the world's cutest commentary team. I don't care to hear, hear it. So, uh, I I usually watch on mute. So I'm watching wrestling on mute. I'm not really missing anything, right? So I didn't really tell a difference. Other than yeah, sure, I didn't see people. I I I, I enjoyed it. I feel like it's kind of spooky. Okay, it's kind of it's kind of strange. It's kind of it seems unnatural because to me. Professional wrestling is so much of what they do is, um, in theory, is supposed to be based on the audience, okay? Trying to draw the audience into the story in a live storytelling form. That's part of what, to me, makes pro wrestling so great. If they're doing something and the crowd's not invested, they change it up and bring the crowd in. Um, you know, not just ju- not just talking trash with the crowd, but you know, oh, we're doing these kind of moves. Okay, the crowd, see- we're kind of losing them. They're getting bored. Time to change it up. Do something else. Time to change it up. Do something else. And you know, when you're watching a match and the crowd gets really invested in the match and is ooing and eyeing and cheering and booing when they're you know at at pivotal points, you feel like that energy connects with the wrestlers. And it bring it. You feel like it increases their performance. You know, think about think about a match like uh, you know from Ring of Honor's past, like Joe Kabashi. Okay, part of what made that match so stellar was that the crowd was at a fever pitch of noise for every single chop, every single kick, every single slam. These this entire packed room was screaming at the top of their lungs, okay? If these guys literally went into an into like a, a gym, a workout facility, and just started chopping the crap out of each other, like, it wouldn't have that same energy, you know? Because I still watch that match now on DVD, and I still get drawn into it because the crowd is there. If I was just watching those guys do that with nobody giving a crap about it, I don't think it would have that same effect. So to me, part of what makes wrestling great is the improv aspect of it, the live crowd aspect. Now, I get that most of what WWE does, especially for television, doesn't really follow that formula of, oh, the crowd's losing it, let's change up the match. Or, oh, you know, they don't. the crowd doesn't like this, let's go ahead and change this up. They don't really follow that as far as mid-match changes. Um, you know, they're not going to, oh, take it home because the crowd's not into it. No, they're going to have these guys wrestle another six minutes, and hopefully you... You get into it by the time you're supposed to. Um, what cereal are we eating today, Mika? Uh, popcorn. Popcorn. Okay, they just sounded popcorn like cereal. Sorry. Right. <laughs> well, I, at least um, say the brand. You know, saying we're trying to gain. I know. Go ahead and plug the brand if you're going to be eating something. Uh, I'm, I'm tonight. I've got Wegman's brand movie butter popcorn. Okay. Next time, get 
Use a brand that actually is worth the penny. Oh, okay, here yeah, we go. Here we go. Don't get dollar store go. brands or something, okay? Here, here we go. Here we go. My, my, my standby snack is Oreos, golden Oreos. There we go. Much better. All right, that's, Much better. That's something. Nabisco will, will send us that check right quick. That's right. That's um, right. Or send me a ton of Oreos. <laughs> yeah, or send you a ton of Oreos, yeah. Um, yes. So let, so let me go ahead and finish that. To me, the crowd is an important part of a wrestling event, and to eliminate them um, altogether, it it just kind of feels eerie. You know, when when people are fighting and battling, and you can hear a pin drop, you know, and you can hear, you know, every single sound and ooh and ah. It's uh, from the wrestlers, like audibly, it's it's kind of eerie. It's just not the way that I'm used to experiencing wrestling and, and, and it, it kind of makes me feel uncomfortable and I don't really get as drawn into the matches as I think I would if there was a crowd getting into it and cheering and, and booing and you know popping and, and stuff for the different moves <coughs> excuse me just the cold not the not the Rona you know I'm, I'm kind of on a fence about this there are some matches that I I think that I'm paying more attention to because typically especially with WWE Depending on the, where they are, I look out into the crowd and I'm trying to watch and see the reaction that the crowd is doing. Or if I know people in the audience, especially, you know, if somebody's sitting hard cam saw it. But there's a couple matches that I think are lost, that people are lost because they're used to getting that that sound, that feedback from their actions, um, from them doing a, a big move and kind of getting that kind of reset time where it's like, boom, we do a chop and you hear people woo or they'll ooh, they're ah, and that kind of gives you that, that reset moment or that moment where you can kind of strut around and it just, without a crowd, some of these moves look empty. Um, that's why I praise Nikki Cross and her energy. Her energy for the whole match was up. I know mean, Nikki Cross's character is just hyper and just kind of over the top, kind of like pound puppy, happy to be anywhere energy. But that energy stayed consistent that entire match. And I was drawn to watch it. I was drawn to watch her. I was invested in what was happening during that match because the energy was just so out there that it pulled me in and I didn't pay attention to the fact that, dang, there's nobody out here watching this, but me, you know, that there's no crowd that they can play to, that there's nothing that they can do to kind of get that reset where they would do a big move and wait for the crowd. So that I loved. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, Nikki always brings great energy, you know, and that's no matter what, what match she's doing she always brings great energy and this match was a really good energy match in order to um draw you know in order to set the tone for the rest of the night yet again it there was no crowd so it's not like it warmed the crowd up but i think it was a good match that was really exciting that kind of gave us hope for what the rest of the card would bring um you know that it wouldn't just be a lot of boring matches that you would see stuff with good energy and you know, good back and forth, and you know that that just because a crowd wasn't there doesn't mean the show was going to be be flat and boring. Right. Exactly. Did we lose Patrick? The Rona got um, him. Maybe. Maybe Pat. Maybe the Rona did catch him. He was. Oh he, man, this he is was second time tonight. 
Second time tonight, it we started five <laughs> minutes late because the Rona got him the first time. You know, or is it the rum and coke? Well, it might. Is he? You is, know, is he not handling his alcohol well? That is a shame. Is that is that oh. the whole point? That's why we started late because he was just drinking too much. He's been drinking all day. Forgets He's what been day drinking all day. Doesn't know what day it is. Doesn't know what time it is. We can't hold interventions because we can't gather more than you know ten people in a place. This whole coronavirus is just—it's crazy. I mean, it's yeah, it's hell on it's hell on the alcoholics, you know. <laughs> Alcohol is essential, um, which I find interesting and funny because you can go to the liquor store and uh, yeah, get your well. So your I drink went. Off. I went well, see, here's the thing, too, and so many restaurants are actually selling sealed containers of um, alcohol, too. You know, Wait, like, what? you can go to... Really? You it, Yeah, I mean, like, they're not going to mix you up a margarita, but you can buy beer, you can buy closed bottles of beer and wine uh, at certain restaurants if you pick it, but to go order, or, you know, you have Uber Eats or whatever pick you up an order, uh, you know, at Longhorn or Chili's or whatever, you can buy, you know, they'll bring you you know, beers or or bottles of wine, um, to your house. Holy smoke! Holy smoke! I mean, this is true. This is truly amazing times where you can literally drive up to a restaurant and pick up beers as a to-go item. I am living in a fantasy world with that because I didn't know. Had I known, I'd have had a steak and a beer and a wine and a, a mashed potato and more beer and more wine. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. An awesome blossom yeah. and a whole bottle of wine. Sign and a whole bottle up. of wine just for yourself. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I did drink one during night two of WrestleMania by myself. Oh, that's on video. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, that's, that's good though. It's good to get drunk and watch wrestling. It, it, it adds some semblance of normalcy to our abnormal world. If Mika is getting drunk and watching wrestling, <laughs> it lets us know that there I, is still a God and that he loves us. Um, and I do, I do my part for the world getting drunk and yeah. watching wrestling. So things go back to normal. I got y'all covered. I, I do it. Did I? All right. Can you guys hear me? We can hear you. You are now, back, yes. sir. You Perfect. are back. Okay. So check this out. Um, I'm I'm working from home, right? And <laughs> so, are you supposed to still be working? It. No, no, I'm not supposed to be working. However, I do have a VPN. So uh oh. Oh. <laughs> uh oh. He's clipping whatever you, it out. Whatever, whatever you're telling us that your VPN server, it must be a, it's non-essential because it's it's uh, cutting out. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Perfect. So the VPN service was on, and I guess it was making me sound like I was somewhere else. Oh. Ho-ho. Well, we didn't even make you. We didn't even hear you here. So, like, was your your Amazon Echo downstairs telling you know telling everybody was you was that where you were hearing yourself? You know, no, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what it was. I think I think Podme was detecting that I wasn't here. So oh. it, it disconnected me somehow. I don't know. Huh. Or, or maybe, or maybe we're just getting hacked. Or it just you up, know, it just dialed we, up we your boss, and <laughs> it just dialed up your boss and connected over to his house as we're sitting here talking about you drinking rum and coke all day. Um, 
So expect a very strongly worded email from your supervisor tomorrow morning. Oh uh, boy! Yeah, he, he he would probably be like, uh, "Why why didn't you share some of that with me?" <laughs> Social distancing is the answer, sir. Basically. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why. But I also did get a weird message saying that I was browsing on another window, which hey, sounds which, sexy. Which Maybe I wasn't. Getting... Yeah. I wasn't browsing uh, on Podbean on another window. So uh -oh. maybe you were. Maybe you are getting hacked. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to. I need you to up your um, antivirus and all that lovely stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'm a little scared. Yeah. We'll get, we'll, they can get we'll to you. They can get to me. Well, that's you know, it. I mean, that's it. That's, that's a good point. Get to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, okay, well, so I'm not that hard to get to, but all right. So, so on to the next match after the yeah. tag match. Right. So bathroom break time, right? Oh God. Um, the first, the first of many. Okay. Wow. But this is the only scheduled one, right? You know, so like wow. I knew yeah. this match was gonna be whatever. <laughs> so I'm interested. Like I, I would have to look up to see who won. Um, that's how uninterested I still am about it. Who did win? Uh, let's let's, uh, let's You have up. to announce yes. the match. Elias defeated King Cor Corbin in a match because because I guess you had to have them in this, and you didn't. You don't have the Battle Royal this this year. Yeah, um, you got to give them in a pretty match. Much. Yeah. Well, you know, social distancing only allows for so many people in the ring at a time, so they couldn't do the Battle Royal this year. Plus, they couldn't get the trophy into the performance center. It's probably too big to fit through the door. <laughs> well, they already got that dusty trophy. You don't want to get them confused. So they got the WrestleMania sign in there. <laughs> that's a scaled down sign. They get that sign from Office Depot. That, that was, that's, that's that, just, that sign. That huh. sign is digital. Okay, that sign was digitally <laughs> altered, and it's just a figment of the imagination of the computer screen. Nobody pointed to it. Did you see anybody pointing? Because it wasn't really there. Because it wasn't really Just there. Saying. We saw it on nope. TV, but they didn't. Okay. <laughs> they were probably well, starting mean... to only look at one camera. All right. <laughs> Don't look at the they... WrestleMania camera. There's nobody behind you. <laughs> Damn. They had to have this match because they did a, a silly little build up to it on SmackDown where Corbin tried to kill Elias, throwing him off some balcony or off the top of the Titan Tron. Yeah. Or, I poor, don't know. Poor, very poorly edited to show you that he obviously didn't fall flat to the ground. Um, it was like it was like an Alfred Hitchcock movie, okay? You see him fall, you see the camera, and he falls past it, hits the crash pad, and then it, it pans back up to Corbin, and Elias just laying there like perfectly still, like he hadn't splatted his body, you know? Like <laughs> they he was did just this taking before. a nap or something on the floor. Remember when Big Show choke slam Kurt Angle um, off the top of something? Same same deal. They were like, "Hey, we've done yeah. this before. We got this." I mean, do you remember when Hulk Hogan, uh, you know, threw the, uh, the well the the person formerly known as Paul White? Well, what was he called? The Giant back in the he was called the Giant. He was the Giant back in WCW. Yeah, he was the Giant in WCW. Yeah, monster trucks. At the top of a building, and you know, giant went down, monster truck and all. You know, 
Yeah, well, there was also that time that Vincent Manslema blew up, and he was inside it, and then he died, and then he didn't. So, no, no, no. you see, his, okay. his, his leg survived, so it took the leg that survived, and yeah. they just, just put it back in, and they just rebuild the rest of them. His oh leg. Gosh. You know? A $6 billion man. He's not a yeah. generic jackhammer for no reason, all right? He generically yeah. jackhammered the rest of his body. So basically, we're saying we don't care about this match and moving on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we pretty. Were, that's we were that's the match. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. And it's it's Elias and King Corbin, so it's not exactly thrilling. And that's kind of why they put it on the number two spot. Okay, number two opens it up, lets you know everything's gonna be good. And the number two, you know, number one, I mean, is the tag women's tag match. And the number two. Um, you know, eh, you can figure it out. You'll sit through it because you know better stuff's coming along. <laughs> Look, here's our worst. We're gonna go better from here. Is that what that was for number two? Well, Hopefully, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> wow, it, I probably have more fun literally doing number two than watching. Oh. Oof. I was not ready for that. Taking oh, a sip for the uh, podcasting, man. <sighs> that is so good stuff. No... All right. There's nothing. Next there? match: WWE Raw Women's Championship. The man, Becky Lynch, uh, Shayna Baszler. Here we go. We've been waiting for this, right? I mean, Shayna Baszler. You know, I will Becky. So Shayna, you know, hey, she's already gotten rid of her pal Ronnie. And of course, Baszler's like, I'm no Ronda Rousey. Um, these two, yeah, I, it, about a little over eight minutes, if I remember correctly. It, it was a very good match. I think, I think this match probably would have gone much longer and much different in front of 70 plus thousand people. Yeah, and I think and I could have <laughs> like and I don't and I think that the, the result would have still been the same. Personally, I think I mean Shayna could possibly be the woman that will dethrone Becky, but I think their first match for this being their first match, Becky winning was the right call. I I did enjoy what I saw though, and I'm so happy Shayna Baszler uh, is where she is now. You think about it, a few years ago, and of course, Ronda is different because Ronda Rousey is Ronda Rousey. It's why she got to where she did so fast. But when we're talking about Shayna Baszler, I think we've been talking about this for a long time on this show, is that she came out through the Indies in a short time, not because of her, who her friends were, and not because she was some huge, popular, mainstream personality, but through her hard work and her skills, she moved up the ranks from the Indies to NXT, now to a championship match at WrestleMania. In, in really a very short span of time, you know, in, in this day and age. It, it, I mean, it, really it's very, it was very nice to see. It really is, and it shows that, you know, you put in the hard work, and and become the best, you know, become the best you can be and you can get places because she's obviously, like you said, she's not a worldwide superstar like Rhonda is, who's, you know, uh, basically Rhonda is a household name in any big sports fans home. 
Okay. Because, you know, she's the first woman of MMA, et cetera. She's blonde. She's kind of attractive, you know, like all, all these different reasons that Danica Patrick became popular for NASCAR basically. Okay. Like she was one of the first women to do it, to start to get steam and she's, yes, she's kind of attractive. So we're going to put her on the cover of magazines. Um, but you know, Shayna is not that she's not, you know, she is a pure athlete and she's always wanted to be an athlete. She's never wanted to be the prom queen. She's always wanted to be the ass kicker. And, um, and she does. And, you know, we, you know, I've saw her on the indie scene a couple times and knew that there was something special about her even then. Mm -hmm. And just to see how good she got so quickly and her stuff in NXT, you know, proved that she's easily one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Um, you know, especially as far as, uh, being able to have that caliber of match, but still keep it kind of, you know, yes, I'm a hybrid MMA style. She looks like she's just murdering people, but you know, she's not really out there hurting people. Okay. Um, it's, I think she's so good. And to see her, um, you know, re actually do well, I think was really cool. And yet again, the way she lost to Becky too, also opens the door for possible rematches. You know, it's pretty, it's, I mean, and I talked to some, you know, to uh, a friend of mine, and it's kind of one of the ways that Shayna, the few ways that Shayna seems to lose is the reversal to the Coquina clutch, um, or the, excuse me, the Carafuda clutch, as she calls it. But, um, you know, she had the submission locked in. Becky rolled back and bridged, pinned Shayna's shoulders down for the three. I believe Shayna probably lost one or two ways, um, one or two times that same way in NXT um, as well. And, it's a good it's a good loss because it protects the person who's doing the move, uh, you know. Protects Shayna, it makes her look it you know as though she got caught and got a little careless, rather than getting completely dominated and defeated. So it opens up for a rematch because Shayna could be like, dude, yeah, you beat you you know you barely beat me. I was you know you were seconds away from unconsciousness, you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It allows for trash talking to build to rematches, um, which hopefully can. You know, we'll build to to longer matches, um, and and keep this feud going because I do like what what they were able to do. They're going to keep this going. It is it's a wonderful, wonderful life that we have right now because everybody's praising Shayna as they should. The praise that Shayna got is what they were hoping Ronda would get, but Ronda is Ronda. Ronda did not get raised right, so to speak, in the wrestling world. Ronda came in and hit number one without doing all the hard work, without paying her proverbial dues. Shayna did that. Shayna did the indies. Shayna went overseas. Shayna learned her craft. Shayna went to NXT. Shayna is the better all-around hybrid, if you want to call her that, between her and her crew. That includes Rousey that have come up so far to the WWE's television programming. I like the fact that Becky won because it also continues the WWE's showing the man's dominance. No matter how badass Shayna is, they couldn't have Shayna win this because you couldn't have the man lose to Ronda Rousey's sparring partner because that would take away the credibility of Ronda being the baddest woman on the planet and it would make the man seem like she was nothing. Will Shayna and Becky tie up again? Absolutely. Will Shayna have Becky's number someplace down the line? Absolutely. Will they put the title on Shayna? I'm not sure. 
I would like to see it, but then again, the WWE is not so much about the better athlete or performer. They're about the better all-around person to further their brand globally. Shayna's got the talent in the ring. Now we've got to see a little bit more personality, I think, other than just badass MMA scary woman, and that will have her at the top of the card. But at the top of the card, who's going to beat her? That's another thing that, you know, you have to factor in later down the line. Who can defeat this 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 beast of a woman? And eh, nobody really. So Becky might be on top for a while. But again, it was a great, great mania for Shayna. Becky did what she had to do to not look like um <laughs> like she was getting her ass handed to her too too bad, like she was hanging a little bit. Again, it would have been a different match, I hope, in front of a lot, a lot of people. Um, but we got what we got, and I'm going to reach out to Becky again and be like, let some black girls do your hair because there was a hair problem. But y'all are boys. and Y'all don't want to hear that. So, okay. We good. Look, I will not accept any Rhonda slander on this show. All right. <laughs> what Rhonda slander? I did not slander Rhonda. I just told the truth. The R-truth and nothing but she, the truth. She did not yes. have to do anything. She didn't have to pay her dues. She was, you know, she's running around Rousey, first of all. Did you, did you not watch the matches where she was literally calling spots where we all, everybody worldwide can hear, okay, are you ready? Let's go. One, two, three, go. Did you not hear that when she was in the ring? Did that not bother you? Oh, you don't watch stuff with the, you had it on mute. The rest of the world heard it, okay? It bothered the life out of me. Like, I understand that she was not prepared to be where she was she wasn't fully trained that she practiced this and she had no other way of doing this other than saying okay ready go counting off like a bad dance step it is what it is Rhonda is Rhonda and her forte is not in a WWE ring apparently it's not in a cage either because she got her face busted up last time but you know I don't care it is what it is <laughs> Just letting her have it. Just letting her have it. Listen, <laughs> the ready one is now in, you know, playing her own real life version of Farmville, uh, be becoming a genetic jackhammer herself, uh, trying to uh, bake babies in her oven. Uh, all power to her. Uh, but look, that aside, all right, we got here, we got now. And it's the man, Becky Lynch, and Shayna Baszler. And I thought, yes, uh, they, they, they get an A plus for on my, you know, they, they did a great job with in, in not only not only in this in, in this match, but in, in, with the circumstances, with not having uh, any in any fans around, right? To feed now I understand wrestlers you know, some wrestlers need to feed off the fans. Uh, but, you know, everyone knows the best ones. You know, plus half this roster is used to wrestling in front of no fans. You know, so <laughs> don't, let's not use that wow. as an excuse either. The, wait, wait, wait. We're not talking about Austin Theory yet. Let's, we didn't, we're not even there yet. That's the closest we can talk. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. That's true, but still, you know, long <laughs> night. We're still in part one here. 
All right. Okay. Next up for the Intercontinental <laughs> Championship, Zami Zayn defeated uh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, I was very surprised. I thought the way that you know Sami Zayn has been booked in the last few, uh, I won't say okay, maybe in a few years, but since he came back, uh, I thought that they were gonna make a mockery out of this, and instead. This ended up becoming what I thought, just technically speaking, the best match of the night. You know, as far as the wrestling is concerned, I, this was fantastic. And well, that's, you make a good point great. about Sammy. You make a good point about Sammy over the last several months, you know, where he's been mostly managing. He's kind of been playing the agitator, the hype man, the shit talker. But he hasn't been doing as much wrestling, so I think this was the chance. You know, you wrestle Brian Danielson, he's gonna make you wrestle. Okay, you wrestle Daniel Bryan, excuse me. He's gonna make you wrestle. And these guys, you know, in another life when they both went by different names, uh, had many great matches together. Um, so they know each other well. So they just had to dig back into that history and uh, add a little sports entertainment flair to it. Um, but yeah, it was, was a very exciting match as, as we would, as we hoped, but like you mentioned, we weren't sure if we were going to get, um, but we did thankfully, and the world's a better place for it. I mean, did we ever doubt that, uh, Brian Danielson, Brian Daniel, whatever his name is, Daniel Bryan, you know, you messed me up, Danny, with that. Cause I was like, oh yeah, dragon. did we ever Thing that he would have a bad match. Is it possible? Yes. Probable? No. And Sami Zayn, again, these two guys, like you said, they've been up and down the roads, brother. You know, they know how to work, whether it be in front of five or 500 or thousands of people. Um, Zayn hasn't been in the ring, but that doesn't mean that he lost a step. I liked everything about this match. I liked all the extra uh, curricular activities outside the ring, which, of course, led to how the, the match ended. But everything worked. Everybody played their part. It was solid. It was technical. My only complaint, this wasn't, for me, a WrestleMania match. The buildup was there. They had been doing weeks and weeks of work that you would typically do for WrestleMania. But this was... A main event raw at best for me. Not that they were any way, shape, or form bad in their match, but I just wasn't fully there for it because it didn't seem WrestleMania esque for me. So what? Okay, so are you? Is that because typically WrestleMania matches are heated blood feuds, so there's less? Technical wrestling, kind of. There's more fighting. Is that kind of what you mean by that? <laughs> there's, there's more fighting. There's more feeling to it. Like there. Well, that there. There also goes. The, the, these are guys who are used to feeding off the crowd, as Patrick mentioned earlier about some people who are better when there's a live crowd to feed off of. And I definitely think since both Daniel Bryan and uh, Sami Zayn spent a lot of their WWE careers as the underdog good guy. You know, where your entirety of your offense is getting the reaction of the fans to get them behind you to feed off their energy so that you can fight stronger. Um, I think that both of these guys are used to that. So maybe maybe that's where it felt a little flat is there wasn't that aspect in there. 
This was also for the Intercontinental title. I forgot that the title was on the line. Like it, I it, forgot there's an Intercontinental title sometimes, okay? We all make mistakes. Right. Wait, but but again, the feel of this being for the IC title. When the IC title means something, it means something. Because they'll go back and they'll quote the history and they'll tell you that it's the stepping stone. It still doesn't really mean anything, the... though. Yeah. I, I, I mean, but they'll... The stepping they'll, stone they'll, is kind of bullshit, in a way. They, they, they'll tout it. And also, it didn't feel like, you know, Sammy was defending this title like this was going to be Daniel's greatest achievement to get back to the pinnacle of his career, to be back on top of the mount. It was just like, I just want to be Sammy. There was no, there was not enough. I get you what you're saying to the crowd, but for me, again, I, I'm good with them and how they wrestle, and I know the crowd plays a part, but for me, the feeling of trying to take the belt from Sammy that this was WrestleMania and I was going to do my best and I was going to leave here on a stretcher or take that title from him. One or the two. It, it just, it fell a little short emotionally. Well, I guess. It, well, it wasn't that kind of feud though. It yeah, wasn't that kind but of feud. Again, it's mania. Sammy, Sammy. Well, yeah, but not, but okay. We'll see. Here's the thing. So one of the things that I appreciated about this mania as a whole is that it had different matches that felt different ways. One of my biggest critiques that I find myself beating myself up over while watching WWE is that every single match feels the same. Okay, There's no different styles of storytelling. There's very little styles and differences of the way the guys wrestle. Every single match is done the same. Every single match builds to a certain point and breaks apart. So with this WrestleMania, I felt you actually had those different types of levels. You had... Your chaotic women's tag match. You had your, you know, your the different, you know, off location matches. We'll talk about later. But you had these this type of match as well, so that it, everything on the card had a little slightly distinct identity. And that's actually my favorite thing about this event, or both nights of it, is that so many matches stood out different for being different, as opposed to just two different guys pitted into the same formula. Okay. Again, my my opinion, your opinion, they vary. Yours is yours, mine is right. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You are definitely kidding because everybody knows my opinion is the right one, but wow. So, that is so terrible to say <laughs> when it's so in when it's so incorrect. He can't help it. He's not from here. I mean that's that's pretty much the main thing. Yeah. I mean, is anyone from here? Where is here? Is he is the, here. The internet. Here? The, internet. No, the internet. We're all from the internet. We're all from the internet. All right. It, we all live in the matrix. Okay. Next up, a triple threat ladder match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships, where no tag team will participate. Because this is three-way, three single members uh, of their prospective tag teams. Uh, and before I get, I, we did talk about this. Can we not talk about this song? All right, because we got to talk about the song. Hey, hey. And and listen, if and I'm talking to you, whoever's behind the Grammys, does not nominate does not nominate the Miz. And Morrison uh, for an award on the 63rd annual Grammy Awards coming this summer 
if not the COVID-19 doesn't also eliminate that. They don't get nominated for a Grammy. It will be a, a catastrophe. And, I, I, you know, you know, forget pandemics. I shut the world down. You know, no one deserves, you know, you know, living in this world if the right thing doesn't get done here. That was a fantastic rap song, in my personal opinion. And as wrong as the, I the, probably am. The, the hip-hop expert known as, as Yellow Man Patrick <laughs> Alvarez. <laughs> I'm crying. Uh, uh, the great connoisseur of all things hip hop. Oh. See, you know, see, look. Oh God. So I was not ready. I, I, I am the element. You know, believe that. So oh. I don't know. I, I understand it's supposed to be a joke, and but it, I. Inside, I, I was, I was, I was I mean, crying out of happiness. Is that, it, that, was, that, is that brought on, a lot of happiness to my heart. Can you buy it on iTunes? Is my thing because sure Jillian Hall released a Christmas album on iTunes. Okay, if she can have an album on iTunes, they at least deserve to have a single on iTunes. I'm pretty sure it's going to be then on that, iTunes. That probably is is what you need in order to be Grammy nominated. You probably have to have at least some kind of form of streaming service that that. You know, you can purchase it, or, or people can listen to it from. Well, let's find out what. Well, you, well, you guys tell me about this match and your thoughts. I'm gonna look up Hey Hey on iTunes. I thought it was kind of <laughs> weird having a tag team match where tag teams actually didn't wrestle. Um, you know, and I get it. A three a three person tag team ladder match isn't exactly the kind of isn't exactly a tag team specialty match, but. To not have tag teams wrestle and essentially have one member from each team fighting for the championships is kind of strange. Um, you know, it it made it a, basically a, a three person ladder match, and it it def you talk about not feeling like an IC title match. This definitely didn't feel like a tag team title match when only one member from each team is fighting. Right. Right. It was it was different. It was weird. My thing is when I you know heard that Miz was going to bow out of this match because you know COVID nineteen, he's got a new baby, a hot wife, and a toddler at home. I, I was not upset at that. I understood, um, and I thought maybe they would just called the match off. But no, no, Vince says everything will happen the way I want it to. They will still fight. And I was like, okay, then. Then I thought about how there was not supposed to be more than 10 people gathered. And I was like, okay, well, with the tag team, that's six people. With the referee outside the ring, that's seven. Two commentators, eight, nine. Cameraman, ten. No, no. They might have too many. I was doing a, a head count trying to figure out in my head oh, how they were going to legally do you know, because this is a strange times that we're in. This is where my I was mind never actually sitting there. That's not where it's a strange times, but my mind wasn't making a head count. Okay, that's not where Listen, my head. You should have been. You should have been, because I'm all about rules and regulations and the law of the land, <sighs> or something like that. So, anyway, the match itself. I don't know which Uso it was, Jimmy. I don't know if he's the one married to Naomi or whatever. It's cool. John Morrison on a ladder. We've seen that before. Kofi Kingston ladder. Seen that before. I thought it was interesting that they continued the, that they did the match and that the three of them were the three that were picked because you could have figured that, you know, Morrison had to be there. 
but it could have been the other twin and it could have been Big E. So the participants were interesting. And you make the, the guys who are good at ladder matches, okay? You make the guys who are going to do some crazy ladder match shit at WrestleMania, and you get Morrison and you get Kofi, for starters, okay? Either Uso would have done stupid crazy shit in the ladder match. I mean, it's uh, not like you can you, tell which Uso is which at this point. That's what they I'm saying. They did it over the mask, so they're interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah. I said that. I was like, it didn't matter which one. It could have been Biggie. Biggie could have could have been in a lot of yeah, match. But I mean, you want, but Kofi was the you know for the culture guy, so you got to put him on WrestleMania. He's I the one it. everybody's going to expect, right? So right, and so you swerve him and you throw Biggie in there. Give that man his WrestleMania moment. But okay, he that, had that, that when he accompanied side. Dolph Ziggler that one time or something. Mm-mm. Well, okay then. Sorry, sorry about his dull moment in WrestleMania. Um. But yeah, it was it was an okay ladder match. It wasn't the most spectacular ladder match of all times. I like the finish. I like the finish because it was I don't want to say messy. It was kind of unexpected. It was kind of like screwy, and I was like, really? Okay, fall off the ladder, and because everybody's got the titles in their hand, cool. It 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 protected your champs because you didn't want the title to change hands with this not being a real real title match you know with everybody being able to participate so i was like all right cool whatever um nobody like they died a lot during this one you know we've seen ladder matches where they bent the ladders and bodies strewn all over the place and ladders bent in the 1500 pieces it was a decent match it wasn't the most exciting it was decent and the right team aka john morrison and his abs won yeah Morrison, Morrison, the the mayor of Slamtown, uh, always wins. Okay, he's a lucha legend, and we should all pay homage to him. And he's got a hot wife, so yeah. And she's also, and he also married Taya. I said that he's got a hot wife. Did you hear me say? And and he also married Taya. Shut your mouth! Oh my god, I'm done here. Yeah, so this is a very fun match, I thought. Uh, yes, I, I think that I concur. The right people were in it. Uh, surprised how much time this match got. Uh, it, it was, what I think, the, the one of four matches uh, in double digits, uh, close to 19 minutes. Uh, but very fun, nonetheless. Uh, very good use uh, of the ladders and... Kind of how he won too. It, it was funny because you know they all had belts and they all grabbing it, but it just happened with consequence that you know Morrison fell and well took the belts with him. So it was really a, a fun ending to a very fun match. Uh, and next up, not this call. Well, this technically two matches, right? Uh, but ended up being a no DQ match with Kevin Owens defeating. Uh, the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. Yeah, this was stupid. <laughs> I'm like, why are we going with another match? It should have been one and done. Seth won, walk away, doesn't matter. He won. Why are we restarting this match? Why are we accepting a challenge? We just had a match. Um, yeah, I, I, di- I didn't like it at all. I was like, I'm done here. This is stupid. I mean, it, the match for itself was okay. Nothing spectacular um, for me. You know, I'm 
it it was kind of it wasn't quite a bathroom break. I enjoyed it, but it's it's definitely wasn't really memorable. You know, the only thing memorable was Seth's outfit. I liked his whole white gear and the. It looked good for presentation purposes. His big yeah. match whites, yeah. His big, his big. He brought out the tidy whiteies. He did the big match whites. No, the like white for white gear. He used to do that for big matches. He had the oh, suit, well. the big white suit. You know, he wore the one time. It was the full body suit that was white. Look at you with the fashion tip. Yeah, okay. I didn't realize it's, that. It's cool. It's cool when guys bring out big match gear. Okay, it's it's a cool thing. He, it adds a neat touch. It. I liked it. Uh, it not it, necessarily it, inspired by a comic book or a video game. Okay, those are. It's cool when they just do good match stuff or big match stuff. He looked good, and Kevin looked like he just you know rolled in a raw. So I was rolled like, out uh, of bed. Whatever. Yeah, like he like he does. You know, he's been <laughs> that, the guy's the been video. wrestling and he's been wrestling in shorts and a t shirt for fifteen years. Okay, just let him keep doing it. He's no John Cena. That's all I'm saying. Bro, for, for all we know, it's still the same. Close he wore when he made his debut in NXT. Well, mm-hmm. it's, just a it's changed every once in a while. Yeah, the shorts are probably the same. Maybe not even washed. We don't know. <laughs> See, it, without a live crowd, you can't tell because there's no smell. Well, nobody could be like, I mean, Dude, Kevin got really close to me and his shorts smelled like ass. Okay, you that, know, it, like nobody, uh... nobody was there to say that. It, well, it's also uh, a good reason why you want to wrestle in front of seventy thousand people. That way, you yeah, can blend they the can't somebody else on everybody else, and it just being hot and being in Florida and everybody stinks. Yeah. So y'all saying that maybe it's the wrestlers that smell and not the fans? Okay. I mean, there possibly. I mean, it could be a. <laughs> I you get that Guys many people not sitting close gear. together and getting excited, and everybody's going to be sweaty. Okay. Whether you took a Same shower nice. that morning or not, you're going to get sweaty and funky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and some of those wrestlers don't shower throughout the weekend, okay? They're in a car. They don't They don't shower from Friday to Saturday to Sunday, okay? They definitely oh, don't wash man. their gear they've worn two or three times. <sighs> not washing their gear? I've never heard of not such a thing. Their ass. <sighs> not washing <sighs> their ass either. Ah. <sighs> Speaking Lord, of the unkempt Kevin Owens, let's get back to WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Kevin Owens as a good guy, I think I think it's all right. Uh, however, uh, Seth Rollins as the Monday Night Messiah, I, I I'm still I don't know what to make of it. It's different uh, but yes we're there and the match happened again and we move on to Goldberg defending the Universal Championship versus Braun Strowman in the second shortest well actually the third shortest was it no this was the short this was the shortest match of the whole entire Two nights extravaganza. It certainly felt like it. If I don't know the times, but it definitely felt like a short match. Uh, Braun Strowman wins the Universal Championship here. Uh, in what I would have believed, it, the, the result would have been the same had Roman been the one wrestling. Uh, I think R- Roman would have won regardless. So, do you here think we it would have been a short match if it was Roman? Uh, 
I mean, I mean this, this championship but... has this championship has had a history over the last several years of having very short title defenses and changes. And and and, and Goldberg too, right? I mean, I, I'm sorry, well, Goldberg, I, I but Lesnar, and he beat like Lesnar beat Randy Orton very quickly that one time, and they stopped the match when he like hard way busted him open and concussed him and stuff, you know. So they've. And yeah, of course, Goldberg has a history of short matches. Even his main event, like pay per view matches back in '99, were like seven minutes long. Yeah, and and, and I, as much as I like the big dog, and and possibly people may take this as uh, big dog slander, uh, you know, how how much can you really rely on on Roman Reigns to carry Goldberg through a long match? I'm just saying, you can't. I mean, it's hard at this point. It you can't. I don't. I don't think anybody was really. As I mentioned, nobody's really carried Goldberg through a long match because he has a very limited offense. You know, like not to say the guy can't wrestle. He probably can, but the Goldberg character doesn't wrestle. He just he he gets in there and he crushes people. So his offense is like seven moves total. That includes a shoulder tackle and an arm drag and that weird rolling leg submission thing he used to do back in the day. Um. So it's, you know, I don't think they were you were going to expect a long match at the Goldberg. Even with Roman Reigns, I think it might have been shorter or there might have just been more stalling, um, you know, between big moves kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, here we are with what some people say is probably way too little too late for Braun Strowman. We wouldn't have met more if Braun had defeated Lesnar. Or if Braun had won the belt like two years ago when he was, you know, when he was crushing, you know, everybody when he first debuted and they first started putting him in the main event and he was tossing over ambulances and all that stuff. Would it have made more, would it have meant more if they had put him in the main, you know, put him for the championship and he won the championship then? Perhaps, because now it's like, who cares? Again, you want to talk about a title that's being passed around? This title win means nothing, and Braun's title reign hopefully is over sooner rather than later. Because I'm not invested in the in the character anymore. Well, be no Goldberg slander. Listen, all right, Eric, welcome to the show. I know you've been listening all night long. Well, since we started Uh, for the past hour. Do you have something Hour to share plus. about this match? And we're not even halfway through the first night. We won't there be here is all night. No first. Goldberg slander on my watch, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no Goldberg slander, really. Goldberg was You're... my fa- first favorite professional wrestler. Goldberg I loved him there too. We will not slander. No one I loved him then too. But I'm saying Goldberg, that he's right? not that great. Okay. Goldberg is the goat. He is the greatest of all time. I will stand for nothing less. <laughs> so, so Eric. Tell me this day, what do you have against Bret Hart? What do I have against Bret Hart? Uh, yes, because let, let's remember, it, it, it was Goldberg's kick to send Bret into retirement. He should have retired 10 years before that. It's okay. Oh, Jesus. Damn. He should have retired in 89. He should have retired in 89. We would have never, <laughs> never had to deal with him. Hmm. I thought I was snapping tonight. Okay, then. 
I mean, Look, I haven't gotten to talk wrestling in quite some time, so this is fantastic. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get some some uh, some good good takes from Eric here tonight. Well, look, tell. you can't you came at the at, at the right time because I think this this right here, uh, the, the, you know, so we we can only talk so much about a two minute match. So I think it's best for everyone that we move on. Um, because I want to talk about the main event of part one of WrestleMania 36. Uh, because, hands down, uh, in every way, shape, form, and size, big or little, and, you know, flat or very well-rounded, this was by far the best professional wrestling slash sports entertainment Thing I watched all year. I mean, I know it's been a short year, but still. All right, we're only talking about this year. The Boneyard match. The Undertaker versus AJ Styles. My goodness, this was 19 minutes I could have watched for an hour. They should have, this should have been its own WrestleMania part. This, this that should have just been night one in general. This, this was fantastic. Why could why can't we get I'm sorry. First of all, bring back Biker Taker. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, and secondly, man, you you can make movies out of this now. I mean, come on. Can we revive WWE Studios or or whatever you used to call that thing that Visigman tried to do a long time ago with movies? Hmm. Yes, please. What well- what we need to do, though, before we get in too far involved in that, is we need to give Sting his his, you know, his big revenge in in the uh, the ice cave that you know he fought v- Big Van Vader in a long time ago. Put Sting in another ice cave match so he can have a good uh, a one final big match and call it a career because you know sh- the biker taker showing us that he could have a good match, you know, this way obviously shows that Sting could have a good match that way despite their advancing ages and. And breaking down bodies. Um, well, see, you know, I mean, heck, let, give, let us, give us Sting versus the Undertaker, the match that never should have happened, that never would have happened, that never ever happened in the way. Give it to us in in some kind of form like this. You you can definitely gimmick that match. I mean, I think hopefully, you know, I mean, we we know Vince McMahon is a very smart man. All right, I mean, he's the reason we're all Can here we? together. We're, we're gathered here talking about. I mean, this. he's wasted it's another billion dollars us. on the XFL for the second time. How smart can he possibly be? Look, there will be no Vince McMahon slander on my watch. Okay, Listen. Vince McMahon. <laughs> Are you wearing the watch, Mika? Yes, I am. It's eleven thirty. There will be no. People actually, 11, people actually tuned in to watch this version of the uh, XFL. All right. There were and more they people in the stands. It. There were more people they tuned on, in the first uh, time on TV. <laughs> Not that many. Vince McMahon had to close the XFL for the first time because nobody watched it. Now he's got to close it because of coronavirus. So what's going to happen the third time he has to close it? He won't have Listen. to close it again. Yes, that's right. It, I mean, it never stays not, down for three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kick out at two. You you always you always kick out at two, Eric. Jeez, Louise. But the, look, the Undertaker is not an old man. Okay, he is 
a song that will live forever. Now, speaking of forever, uh, you know, of course, yes, people can say what they want about Matt Hardy and his broken universe and how this could have been, you know, somebody stealing his idea. But let's not let's not forget that one like one of the main people behind the production of this was the same person that uh, worked with Matt Hardy on 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 his stuff. And that is one Jeremy Borash. All right. Mm -hmm. So it's not like solely all on that. Okay. It, in that, in that, I mean, it take it took those two. It took a, a lot more people, of course, but it, it wasn't just solely all on that. I mean, I, 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 I you got to give Jerry Borash a lot of credit. And I believe I like, you can see in, in the things that are, that are similar to this and the stuff that he did with Matt, you can. You can now kind of tell what things were Jeremy's doing, and I'm telling you, he, I, you know, and I, I've had my opinions on Jeremy Boris based on you know, his TNA run and everything he's done there, but being able to see him with a lot more, um, what's the word, resources, and be able to just be allowed to use. Uh, and people may go crazy here. He's genius. Um, I, I, I think I underestimated JB here. Um, and, yeah, I, I think that, you know, if he ever went out into Hollywood and tried to do something like this, I mean, if people took him seriously, he might be able to make a, a living. At it. I mean, you know, he's probably going to be in the wrestling industry forever, but man, I'm just saying, I, I don't want to sound like I'm in love with Jeremy Boris because I, I am not, but <laughs> I will say he, he, he I, I, I see that he played, a, I know he played a big part on this and it, it, it was it was a great thing to see in sports entertainment uh, in the midst of a coronavirus. Well, let me, I mean, see, this is one of the things I was talking about with the diversity of matches uh, that this WrestleMania gave us because of part in part of the coronavirus, you know, but um, having a, a match so different as this, um, and then you had your, your, you know, you had your ladder match that was, that was three guys, you know, and it wasn't even any teams, but it was for the tag belts. And so you had that kind of match and then having the, uh, you know, eventually the matches that we had on night two, it gave you had so many distinct type of matches that it gave this WrestleMania a different feel, even apart from the no crowd aspect. So that's one of the things that I enjoyed most about this show. Um, you know, and this match, of course, and then we had the, you know, tomorrow we'll talk about part two in just a few minutes. Um, the stuff that we had there, but I, I, you know, it was it was different, it was unique, and it was entertaining. Um, especially for what it was, but yeah, it was by no means a traditional wrestling match, you know, four ropes and two guys and, you know, a couple of house lights and that kind of thing. Like, but it, it was, it was fun and it was entertaining. It was, and trippy. maybe AJ Styles I... is dead now. We don't know. <laughs> he can't be dead. He was shopping at a Publix the other day. <laughs> I don't believe that. He, that was, that he... was his brother, RJ Styles. Jeez Louise. <laughs> uh, Alan and Rallin. 
it was it was it was very very it's Alan and Ralphus, okay. Not is Ralphus. that what happened Ralph... to Ralphus after WCW? <laughs> I think it was he, Randall. He he got into a training program, dropped a lot of wow, weight, yeah. some hair. Ralphus is looking <laughs> good. Found Jesus, you know, all the things oh, that AJ Styles loves. Okay, now, listen, listen. When uh, when AJ Styles used to wrestle in a barn in Georgia, up in North Georgia somewhere, he looked like Ralphus. Oh, yeah, God. that's it. That's it. Yo, he, he wrestled Ralphus in a barn Collins. in North Georgia like three years ago, didn't he? <laughs> Oh, he didn't God. wrestle there, and he just made an appearance yeah. and shook everybody's hand and kissed their babies. Okay, mm-hmm. oh, he spread yeah. the coronavirus. I did a solid. He did a solid. You know what I'm saying? Then we gave him the night off, and you know, oh. a, a lot, a lot of people begged him to probably show up. Bought, bought him a first class ticket. Oh. Uh, first class <laughs> ticket on the gray on, from Cornelia. I was like, we'll come pick you up in a tractor, AJ. Oh, yeah. Y'all are We'll come and get you, Alan. Mm-mm. Don't worry, brother. He, we'll come get you. He lived he live down the street from there, so it wasn't a far drive at all. That's okay? what I'm saying. Um, How much did Transit cost? Like $3,000? He probably co-owns the building. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Transit was 3000 <laughs> from down the street. <laughs> hey, ga- ga- gas was a lot more expensive three years ago too, though. That's you know. that's true. I tried I filled up the other day. It was a handshake. It was a dollar fifteen a gallon. I, excuse yeah. me, a chili dog. All right, you know. Oh, he got super chili, so now. he got the good brother. Yeah, he did. Well, he is the best of brothers. So. Oh my gosh, y'all. Okay, are so a this hot match, mess. AJ, this match, AJ's dead. We're, we apologize AJ. to his, his children, but now they're orphans. And for those Simpsons fans, and for those of you, for those of you that are Simpsons fans, go, take it back to some of the earlier seasons. And he says, "But they have a mother." And he says, "But I am most certain that she would die of grief." Okay, so <laughs> the kids are orphans, four boys left to raise themselves. It's it's a it's a new sitcom on uh, Hulu coming this next season. No, He's got a daughter too. It's okay. We're just having a party of five years ago. Okay, listen. This is the South, all right? We're assuming that actually he has kids. Oh! We know he's got like a half dozen of them, okay? We've seen him before. They don't want that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, shit. But they do want some. Y'all. Okay. So I'm going to go put this train back on track a little bit here. The biker taker, because that's what we got. I said a little bit. We got the biker taker. The biker taker came. The biker taker saw. The biker taker conquered. Um, yeah, cinematic style. It was great. It was different for the WWE. It was. That gave me WrestleMania feels. It was big production. It was big value. It was. It was good. It was campy. We didn't hear. It we was, didn't hear Roland, so I was upset. Exactly. I was in that same boat. <laughs> We got rolling, Metallica, rolling, not rolling, rolling. Listen, you know, all the budget went into the production. There was not enough money for you know to pay a a real artist. So to pay a real artist, so they had to get Metallica, but they couldn't pay. But they couldn't pay Fred Durst. Fred Durst got no job. Fred Durst costs too much. He he ain't got no needed, job. What do you mean he, costs he ain't got too no much? job? <laughs> he ain't got no job, so he charged extra head, money. That's why. Yeah, exactly. James Hetfield. 
James Hetfield just in a rehab. He needs money, okay? Dude, he ain't spending no money in rehab. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, I, I was expecting I Kid Rock, honestly. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, that song too. Yeah, he he had a lot of terrible entrance music, didn't he? We you're gonna pay. Come on. I know no. that one would have been better too. Okay, gonna, now all the, all the money went to Alter Bridge. They were supposed to play Edge in, and then when Corona happened, they was like, "We're not giving that money back because we're never getting another gig." Sorry, yeah. that was the night two budget. We're still on night one. Yeah, but again, well, it was supposed to be one night budget. Well, listen, <laughs> it's supposed know. to be budget for night one. Yeah, the whole night, the whole, night, uh, night two could have been two other parts, but. There you go. So look, there you go. I, I gotta say this: when the Good Brothers showed up, I actually expected uh, Biker Taker to uh, to bring some back at himself. I mean, I was probably the only one expecting, you know, Mayor Kane and Mankind <laughs> to show up. Oh, uh, you <laughs> probably were the only one. Yeah, I don't think anybody else yeah. thought of that. As, as soon as the Good Brothers came through, I was hoping for, you know, the oh yes, and then. Out comes Mayor oh my Kane that and Mayor Kane. never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was terrifying. Holy crap. I we are talking about the Boneyard match now. Oh, so. my goodness. That, my toes curled on that. Seriously, that's terrifying. <laughs> I'm sure, oh, my God. I am sure it would sound just as bad if I had two ears, Danny. So I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, you know, I don't partake in your pain. I don't understand what you feel. Um, So, but yes, I was expecting all of that. I was somewhat disappointed it it didn't happen, but I get it. You know, Biker Taker walks alone, and uh, just as he came. Whoa. I expected to see Michelle McCool in a sidecar. Yeah, quite where was Michelle? I wanted yeah, her to be in a sidecar outside of that bike. Yeah. Listen, yeah. <laughs> if, if people actually were there, she would Hop probably on bitch or came in, right? Yeah. But you know, they got a kid they got to think about, right? She's probably at home making sure she's with a kid, staying safe. You know, if anybody's ever seen, uh, you know, The Undertaker and Melissa McCool, Michelle McCool's daughter she you know she's got the face of a yellow emoji uh can't oh, miss her anywhere Jesus. um <laughs> holy freaking christ Hold on, let, let me call mark calloway real quick <laughs> so, so you guys remember when michelle mccool michelle. went on are you you guys remember when michelle mccool went on are you smarter than a fifth grader and she was actually a school teacher and she lost the first round and she was actually like a second grade teacher yep yeah, that was terrible. See, so see, that's more what I remember her for than I. I, I bet you the reason why you know they cover their daughter's face on social media is not to protect her from you know the public. It's because she doesn't want her face to be recognized that she is their daughter. Maybe yeah, that's maybe, maybe, so. maybe that's maybe that's the real reason. Yeah, I don't know. Much it. like yeah. take her. Yeah. Whoa. Or she doesn't look like Taker. Or she doesn't look like Taker at all, and she looks like the mailman. Okay, Taker oh. was on the road a lot, brother. <laughs> no, she looks like Kane. Then you know what I'm saying. There you go. There you go. Yeah. But seriously, so, okay. I'm expecting all right, look, to show you know, up and teach AJ how to do the Styles class. 
So get the fuck out of here faith, with that bullshit. Faith, faith breaker. Hey, Michelle, faith Michelle breaker. never broke anybody's neck. Because she only well, did it like she, five she times. She only did it like seven times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. What's my back, to, back, back, back to the Boneyard match. Let, let's, uh, oh. you know. We're 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 not here to uh, bury anybody. That's 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 the job with the Boneyard match. Um, so so here we go. The, you know the Undertaker comes in, kicks butt, takes out the Good Brothers. Just when you think he's done it now, you know he rises from the ashes. I know they weren't ashes, but still, it sounded mm-hmm. sounded nice in my head. And. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he buries AJ Styles' line, and now he's resting in peace. Uh, which, look, I'd rather be buried in te- in Orlando, Florida, than Georgia. All right. Mm-hmm. So, Undertaker did him a favor. All right. God. <laughs> Undertaker messed up his hair. He's got that wonderful soccer mom hair. He's got to wash all that dirt out. Do you know how much shampoo that's gonna take to do that? We're living in COVID nineteen. It's gonna be freaking hell on that man's hair. Mika, Thank you. he lives in Georgia. He's already used to being around filth. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> damn! Yeah. Put I mean, the drinks down. Too. Well, like three of the four of us are in Georgia currently. <laughs> so Eric are we listen, included in this filth? Eric listening in Alabama. Yeah, I'm in Alabama I mean. currently. Oh my God. Well, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's. Don't don't even start with Alabama and that's, say this. Try to claim it's better, okay? <laughs> don't even be like, I'm in Alabama, it's better. We're not even going to get in on that conversation, okay? Hey, we were one of the last four <coughs> states in these great United States that did not have the coronavirus. We were in the top four of something. That's because none of those people go to doctors, okay? Because they're all sleeping with their cousins, all right? Oh. They don't go to doctors because they don't want to. Oh. They don't want the DNA right. test. Eric, you know, here's the thing. They haven't, been, know, to a, they haven't been to a dentist in a long time, okay? Like these kind of things. They don't go to the doctor. That's why you didn't you know, know they how many, corona. Do you know how many people they actually had to eventually encounter until they get somebody who's not related and different genes from theirs to be able to uh, contract the coronavirus? I'm sure it took a hot minute, I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, look. It, let's not even talk about Alabama, all right? Uh, I've already so, had dinner. So, on on to night two of the WrestleManias, unless you want to try to give yeah. night one a grade on itself. Yes, we, 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 we I, I want I want I want to give it a grade, and then we can give night two its proper burial, and then give the whole show. <laughs> um, wow, uh, it's uh, it's great. So yeah, uh, I give a night one an A plus. A plus because and then is that largely based on the boneyard match? Uh, yes. Until then, it was just an A, okay. maybe an A minus. Uh, I enjoyed it. Thir- I enjoyed it, but to me, there's not a whole lot of stuff I'm going to go back and watch. Um, so I would say maybe a B, B plus, maybe. I I watched I watched it twice. Um, all of it twice with the boneyard match in it. It gives it a A minus. Without the boneyard, it was a B plus. Um, I've also watched it twice, and I will also give it a solid Daniel Bryan and give it a B plus. 
<laughs> Which, right. But you liked the Boneyard match a lot too, though, Eric, right? It was the greatest thing that I'd ever seen until the next So, time. So without right. the Boneyard match, does the grade drop a lot then? Not like really, because the it was still fun. Not really. like, it was still a fun show. I would... I, like I said, I've already watched it twice. Um, I don't think I'd go back and watch it again anytime soon. But uh, for for most of it, I agreed with all the outcomes. I enjoyed most of the wrestling. Um, yeah, I just I enjoyed the show as a whole. It was night one was better than all of thirty five. Damn. Uh, well, all right. Thirty five. What thirty five was in New York. So I mean, good point. They, they 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 lose at least two grades just for going being up in New York. Yep. All right. Next up, night two and three of uh, WrestleMania thirty six. <laughs> two and three because it, because it felt so long. Yeah, we, we, I, we'll get to that in the middle of the show because uh, this is probably going to take another hour and a half. Uh, let's oh hope not. Oh my goodness! All right. Somebody's got to go um, that eventually. Pre- Pre-show, Liv, Morgan, and Natalia. Well, I think Meek is about to start her fourth shift at work today soon. So I understand we got to wrap it up. Uh, but let's start with you, Mika, since you actually saw this pre-show match. Um, I, again, I, I started my drinking at this point because I saw Liv Morgan on my screen. Um, it was not a bad match, honestly and truly. I'm very happy with the progress that Liv accomplished during this match. She didn't, didn't screw up too bad. It looked good. Um, she picked up a win over Natty, which was shocking. <laughs> but, but Natty gave the girl a rub. Natty made her look good. Natty gave her a WrestleMania quality match. And it was a good <clears throat> kickoff. Their energy, the everything flowed and and felt good starting off mania night two so good for them and uh good for live because again i was like why 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 i mean fun match quick you know it, it wasn't super long but like you mentioned i think Liv looked miles better since she's returned you know i yet again it's i don't i don't really dig the character but that's for another time you know, just being the hot chick isn't really a character anymore. It's 2020. Get get a little original. Um, but uh, that's my whole but yeah. Nat, Natty's Natty's the- best asset at this point mm-hmm. is is helping push the younger members of the roster and make them look better. Um, and I think she's doing that. And you know, that's what she did. She helped make Liv look like she belongs <laughs> with with the rest of the roster with the upper echelon. Even though Liv is getting better, but she still has a long way to go to be a top tier talent. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, with that being said, uh, I, th- I thought Scarlett Bordeaux finally made her debut. Um, Whoop! But then I found out it was Liv Morgan and got kind of sad. Um, mm. With that being said, I slept through that whole match, so I don't even know what happened. I thought you were Freaking. a big Liv fan, and then you sleep through the match. I love Liv, but I just got done working like 16 straight hours. You know it's on demand, right? You didn't have to watch it live if you need to take a nap or something? Oh no, it's WrestleMania, brother. We gotta watch it live. <laughs> Nobody else. It doesn't matter though. There was no crowd. Nobody else was watching it live. Look, we were the crowd. It was taped two weeks earlier, anyways. I loved the crowd. The crowd made it even more better. We didn't get stupid <laughs> chants. We didn't get 
boring chants. There were no beach balls. There was no one, two, sweet. So it was oh the gosh. best crowd in ages. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably uh, the greatest crowd in the history of our sport. I can oh, definitely Jesus. agree with that. Um, yeah. Except for WrestleMania 34, because I was there. Uh, of course, you know, I was there too. It was my first wrestle. This would be my second WrestleMania. Stinking COVID virus. Um, but yeah, alas, weren't there. But yes, we were there. WrestleMania 34. Um, lo- long live uh, New Orleans. Uh, okay, so we move on to the first match of the night for the main card. Uh, Charlotte Flair defeats Rhea Ripley to win the NXT Women's Championship because and I guess she wants to bring Rhea some brand recognition. But listen, <laughs> listen. All right, she beat she okay. beat Rhea so bad Rhea had to leave the territory. Okay, mm. it, it doesn't matter. You know what though? Give Rhea Ripley an A plus plus in this because you know. Uh, if anybody could carry Charlotte Flair through a great match, I knew Rhea Ripley could, and she did, and we're all blessed for it. I have no comment on this match. I have no comment. I, I have comment. The wrong person won. Um, there was no reason at all for Charlotte to win other than the fact that her last name is Flair. Charlotte. That's, that's her whole. That's been her whole story. That's her though. whole gimmick. There's. That's her Again. whole career. There's never been any reason for her to do anything except her last name is Flair. Because she can't even fucking hit that moonsault right. Excuse my language. It's okay. You can cuss she all you can't. want, man. We've been cussing away. You haven't. <laughs> you haven't... Uh, you okay, mean? hold on one second. We we have someone here joining us. Uh, please. Tell us who you are and where are you calling from? I've always wanted to say that. that was... <laughs> first time listener, long time uh, listener, long time listener, first time caller. You know, I, I uh, didn't remember I that part. Listening. We're not just uh, on this podcast thing going on. It's about WrestleMania, all right? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I was actually a little upset that Charlie went. I mean, NXT has been either her, her caliber of wrestling is way above that NXT is like the newcomers and like really really short player. That's really charged. I mean you really want that low in wrestling that you have to go and get the NXT wins shit the championship I'm like mm. I don't know. So give this to someone who deserves it dude. All you have is your name, really. I mean, as much as a like Charlotte Flair, I mean, like she had no business winning that title at all, at all. Well, I I will say, I mean, that's the only reason they brought back her last name because they needed something of significance for her to have. Yeah. Because the, and nothing else was doing it, right? Yeah. Certainly not I mean, a wrestling like, like ability. I said, like I said, so, no, like, she's like way above NXT. That's her like. Scrubs the newcomers who wants to get into it. I mean, she has no business even being there. I mean, I'm not a fan of NXT. I honestly don't like watching it. it for some strange reason, I can't get into it. I don't know if it's just me or if anybody else feels the same way. I just I have a hard time getting into it. I mean, I watch it every once in a while just to see like, the newcomers and stuff. But it's just like, I guess it's because like, most of the time I watch it, I see a lot of botched moves. Like, they, they don't. Hit them or nail them right, or they do it like 
slightly off, and, and it just kills the viewing vibe for me. Okay. Not an NXT fan, yeah. so you feel that Charlotte is above that title, that it's beneath her. Okay, yeah. that's... That's an interesting opinion because if you don't watch the the brand, if when's the last time you watched? Mm, about like two months ago. About two months ago, so yeah, you're you're watching maybe not the the latest and freshest stuff, especially right now in the middle of the uh, pandemic, the COVID nineteen. But they've got some some better people there now than they've had there in the but, past. I mean, but but the whole point of but the whole point of NXT is to get like the it's for the the newcomers to that are coming to WWE to get their name recognized and then they get boosted up to the main roster for SmackDown or Raw. It's not for them. To, I mean, well, I, I can see yes like, and no rehab kind of. Well, yes and no. I think at one time that was NXT's sole purpose, but at this point, because you have so many people who are, you know, it's not like NXT is only a training ground anymore. A lot of the people that come there have been wrestling for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of it, – it's trying to be – you remember when they used to have ECW and it was like – it yeah. wasn't oh, – yeah. it, yet again, it was similar. You they, they would introduce people to WWE through ECW, but they weren't newbies. They weren't starting out. It was an attempt to be a little bit different than, than SmackDown and Raw. And I think that's what NXT is trying to do is it's – you know, Charlotte going there is kind of weird for a lot of different reasons, but the whole point essentially is to try and get more people watching NXT and to see that it's not just this, it's not just the place where people are trying out and, and they're not that great. It has its own identity. It's a little, it's a little bit different. Yes. You may see some people, you know, that, that aren't, that are still in a work in progress, but most of the people there are, are still finely polished, you know, um, I mean, like Finn Balor went back there to continue to have longer-term storyline stuff, you know, um, and they've done other people have done that um, as well. So I, I think that's part of the point of trying to get Charlotte to go back down there, you know, to to mix up the the uh, the women's division down there a little bit, but also in theory try to bring use her name to bring more eyes. Well, I and mean, if you think about it this way, now that Charlotte's on the NXT brand. You may even this thing may, may watch the show for once. Fucking Wendy. Then, then the then the undisputed era better hide. Okay, they better take them off TV for a while. Triple H has been trying to hide them Wendy. in the basement every time Vince comes and visits. Me, I'll get back on. What if you can hear me? I'll get back on. Uh, my own podcast <laughs> in a few minutes. All right. Let me know if you can hear me. <laughs> Absolutely. We we hear you. I don't know if Wendy hears you, but we yeah. hear you. I know y'all do. <laughs> Yeah, like I guess I guess I can see what they're trying to do with that. Like I said, the last time I watched it was two months ago. Um, I, I did watch it prior before. I like how they're they, they're getting it. they're not afraid to get like these random wrestlers from like random uh, like shows. Like, I mean, people are coming from around yeah, yeah like, from around the world to NXT. Like, she was on uh, as part of Gulf Coast Wrestling, and um, she yeah, okay. She made it to NXT. I don't know what happened to her afterwards. Like she had a big thing, they had like a big old, uh, party for her, celebrating that she made it. And she did like a couple of shows, and then disappeared. Like I mean, I mean they well, sometimes they. Well, so do you know that? Do you know that NXT has like a touring, basically has house tours as well, yeah. house show yeah. tours as well, right? So I, yeah. a lot of the yeah, people, it's called you know, PW first, house shows. Yeah, well, like no, shows. but. <laughs> a lot of people when they first when they first leave, you know, when they first go from a local affiliate to 
you know, NXT. Yeah, they may be on TV once or twice, or they'll feature them on, you know, the website and say, hey, here's a new person. But they may only use them on those those untelevised events for a while um, yeah. before they, no, they push them, you know, find a slot for them on TV. Yeah, build them up a little bit or help help them maybe change the character up some. You know, it's it, there is still that aspect of NXT where it is meant to to groom people into possible yeah. future yeah. superstars. But the stuff there is still can be really good in its own right. Um, like you know, again, again, it's like anything else with the right people in the right times. I really wish I could remember her name right now, but I used to watch her specifically when it came to Golf Coast for us, I mean, because she was badass on the mic. I mean, for her, out of all the female wrestlers I've seen, I mean, like the pro ones, that girl can handle her phone on the mic. She was just like straight down. Like, she, she reminded me of a young Ric Flair, a funeral version, just turning it up on the mic, doing badass promos. Like, it could be the most randomest thing, and she makes it sound like gold when she spoke. And then, uh, like, her wrestling skills. I mean, just the, her agility, her flexibility, everything that she did was just perfect. And I was just like, yeah, I know she's going to this. I'm hoping they can boost her up. And uh, WWE keep pushing her forward. Hopefully, we can see her there because, man, she has some skills. Indeed she does. All right. But we still got a whole night to talk about. The next match, Aleister Black defeats Bobby Lashley. Seven minutes oh. here. I wish Bobby I think that I match went too long. Lashley. Yeah. The push, man. It's hard to see. Every time I see Bobby, Bobby Lashley wrestle, he loses. He loses. It's like they just use him to push other wrestlers to bring in more fans to watch the show. It's like, man, y'all are doing what y'all did to The Miz. I mean, is he's a great wrestler. I'll just kind of push him aside. I don't even give him his dues anymore. At least in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so, go ahead, Danny. It's a it's a weird mismatch. The match was to me. You know, Alistair Black and Bobby Lashley. The match the match felt kind of thrown together. Um, you know, it was short, thankfully, but. It was, you know, I mean, I'm not really a Lashley fan. To me, he's just kind of bland. Um, yeah. I like, I like, I like Alistair, but you know, I felt they better used Alistair on Mon- on Monday Night Raw rather than on WrestleMania. Yep, that match he had with Apollo was a banger. Yeah, I, well, I think I think again, you know, you you have to rearrange this thing. You had a lot of people who were probably going to be. In the under the and the giant battle royal, so you want to give as many people as you can a payday, and you want to put them on the show, so you restructured things. I uh, maybe they could have had a match, maybe not. I'm not sure, uh, but for sure the match was what it was, and yeah, I feel like it was setting up for. Said. I feel like it was setting up for a longer-term story with Lashley and Lana. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it was. It was a setup match. It was a bathroom break, and it went too long. That should have been a four-minute interlude. (laughs) I love how you You said You would have given it four minutes? Four minutes, yes. Four minutes. I would have given him four minutes. You know, again, you you hate to say that because, you know, Aleister Black is there, and... uh, you know, he is a treasure of a man. Uh, you you that, know the best know the thing term. about that match? 
the best thing about that match was Alistair's ring jacket with those yep. killer that that was that was badass. Okay. That was the best thing about that match. If the clothes are the best thing, you know that it is sad. Okay, so here here's something. Think about how big of an entrance Alistair Black would have been able to have in actual WrestleMania in front of like eighty thousand oh, yeah. people. Think of how he cool came his out like a were cannonball for, or something. Think think of how cool his entrances were for takeovers, you know, where he like was around the the big circle of candles and he rises up from the plank and like all that you know, and the band was there playing him live at one of the takeovers, you know. If he was in a big featured match in front of eighty thousand people, I can only only dream and imagine how how awesome his entrance would, would have been. I would have had him rise from the ship over at the uh, Buck Stadium, whatever it's Just called. It's, swing yeah. swing in like Paul Burchill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. that, oh, no. that pirate ship would have got so much work if they would have actually done oh. it at Raymond James. Dude, mm-hmm. that, that, I'm, I'm sure many people were going to be uh, – were probably trying to find a way to gimmick their ways into that boat. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when, when you got a if boat, they had the I mean, pirate, you can play If they right? had the actual pirate ship, the only thing they should have done was would have Kyrie arrive to the arena on the fucking pirate ship yep. and, uh, yes. and have her be the pirate princess and enter yeah. – and then you don't touch the pirate ship for the rest of the night because she sailed in on it. It's her pirate ship. She's the pirate princess. It's, it's Kyrie's. Yeah. It's Kyrie's ship. Nobody else can have it. She doesn't care. Nobody else can have it. She will attack you with pirate fury if you try. Picture perfect elbow. Speaking of pirate, like what was right. that? They just run each other. The who? What now? I said, did they just randomly choose the pirate theme? theme? What was the deal with that? It was because well, it, was, it was supposed yeah. to be in Tampa, Florida, and so uh, they the were going to use the ocean there, and the pirate, and you know? Oh, yeah. The stadium yeah, the has Buccane- a The Tampa Bay ship, Buccaneers, yeah. which are essentially pirates. Yeah. So there's already a pirate ship in the stadium because the Buccaneers play there. So they were just going to kind of play off that. They had no intention of, I don't think, doing any of the characters, but then they that was – you know, the, in New York, it's it's the Big Apple and it's the big city. And then, you know, when they were in New Orleans, it's it's Mardi Gras. You know, like that was kind of the theme. So they, they and were when kind they of go going to Hollywood. That way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they were just trying to find a local way to tie in the theme. What's the theme going to be when they come to Atlanta? Peaches. They didn't have a theme the when they were in Atlanta. Day. They were in they Atlanta a few Peaches years ago day. and they didn't have a theme. It was just... Atlanta, we're here. Even even Ben hates Atlanta. It's okay. Listen, of course he does. Okay? Atlanta's the city that almost brought him down. Okay. Louisiana. Yeah, I, 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 you know, that's the one. Uh, that that's the one that Eric and I went to. Uh, um, hello. Yes, yeah, you were there too, but you know, you know, you you were hanging out with your friends. Hello. I'm sorry, I was in the seats, you know, the good seats. My bad. I was hanging out with Gronk, you know. Technically, you had half my seats, but look, if you were <laughs> hanging out with Gronk and you didn't call me, I'm uh, I, I'm, I'm not ever going to speak to you again. And oh, uh, I, let, let's not forget Tampa, Tampa, T- Tampa, Florida, the the new house that Tom Brady would will build will build. Uh, <sighs> of course, let's not uh. I, I, I would, I would, uh, 
I, I would be I would bring shame to this podcast if I didn't bring that up, uh, especially wow. having Eric here. Moving on. Uh, now, speaking about peaches, the next match uh, was a peach of a match, uh, and oh we got to see God. Otis uh, defeat Dolph Ziggler in a singles match. With finally, love will prevail. With Otis and Mandy Rose, you know, I mean, like any good soap opera, where the villains keep the lovers apart as much as they can, but eventually, everything that was wrong with the world will be fixed, and love will prevail. As you know, we got the big kiss between Otis and Mandy Rose. No, no. Otis and Mandy Rose are the reason we have COVID nineteen. This is why yeah. we're all sheltering in place because this is unnatural. I hate the steal from JBL, but this call PETA, call everybody because this is re damn ridiculous. Dolph Ziggler got a WrestleMania match. First of all, when, did that really happen? Or am I what dreaming? Year is it? Man, yeah. What year is it for Dolph Ziggler the man, to get a WrestleMania match again? Okay. He's been in the WWE since like I don't know '84, and this is Dolph like first good, WrestleMania match. So that was like, supposed he, to happen. You know, Dolph Ziggler has been in the in the release since he was one of the Nitro Girls. Look, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler is too good for that kind of thing. Oh gosh! But the the fact of the matter is, we 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 saw this. This happened. And I, I, I did not need to see it. It for sure was not a WrestleMania caliber, quality, or needed match. If I had to see this, I should have saw it on pre-show. Matter of fact, I should have saw it on the pre-show before the pre-show. Okay? Just to get it out of the way if you were hell-bent on making my eyes bleed. And that's what they did. Thank God I was drunk because if I was sober... <laughs> I'd have been going back in time and slapping whoever made this come on my screen. Look, Mika, I saw it sober. Okay, so um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so what sorry. Everybody's thinking. Thank God the storyline is over. Let's move on. The end. Better, better hope hey, it's over. It, it ain't over till it's over. Right. God, it ain't over. It ain't over till the funny over. fat guy gets tired of being a funny fat guy. Okay. And then we get another funny fat guy. Well, they never get tired there's... of being funny fat guy. They just get fired. Well, yeah, yeah, and then they bring another funny fat guy. So it's not over till the funny fat guy is not as funny Guys, anymore. Guys, I might, they, I might still have it in. Him. I'm good. Shut up, funny fat guy right. you are. Now, in the longest match of WrestleMania, um, and probably a match that could have been its own WrestleMania part. So yeah, this here is we part go. three, right? Re- WrestleMania part two and a half. <laughs> we oh, get uh, a a break between WrestleMania uh, here as Edge defeats Randy Orton in the last man standing after we wrestle all over the Performance Center match. Um, so. Yeah, so uh, I want to hear your thoughts before I give the right one. Oh, oh God. I, okay, and and I mentioned this briefly to you guys when we were talking about it. It didn't feel like a blood feud should feel, okay? They hate each other, right? Randy Orton tried to end Edge's career, put him in the hospital, send him back home. Randy Orton attacked his wife. 
you know, beat her up, sent her home. Okay. Um, and then here he is like doing gymnastics and swinging on the, the workout equipment to drop an elbow on, on Randy while Randy just sits there or something. Okay. Like it got too, too silly for me to be a blood feud. You got to, I'm going to try to do something goofy and then, then hurt him. Just, you hate the guy you want him. You want to end his career. Like he tried to end yours. Just punch him in the face. Okay. It, and then yet again, they went everywhere just to kind of, because like they had to, okay. Cause it was a last man standing match. You couldn't go all over the arena and scatter the people. Cause there were no people there. Um, but I, I didn't really like it for those reasons. I just felt that it, it went on too long and I get it. It was supposed to be one of the signature matches, you know, in an arena full of people, you would have had more emotion. I think that would have helped this match too. Um, you for know, sure. uh, to, because this is the prime match, you know, all these big moments happened in front of the live crowd when, you know, and that was the big drama of all of this. Um, but it just, it fell flat. It felt long, you know, uh, it, it definitely felt like a whole show in itself when they were just kind of trudging along through the, through the performance center and, and all that mess, you know, to find another place to hit each other. It was just, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. So about three years ago, um, WWE was offering when the match started performance center. Um, <laughs> so I'm glad that I waited for three years because I got a free tour instead of. I was to gonna say that. Stars. I was gonna say, do you guys know how much it costs to get a, yeah. a tour? Like we got, it was like we only paid nine ninety nine. We only paid nine ninety nine. Exactly. We got a deal, so- a discount. So thank you, Vince, for once again giving us what we wanted, a tour of the Performance Center, and not charging us $800. But you didn't get to meet Triple H and, and Matt Bloom and meet Sarah Del Rey and stuff. Well, you know... Isn't meeting Sarah Del Rey worth $800 to you, Eric? I saw Sarah Del Rey get flowers at the May Young Classic and cried. Does that count? But you didn't get to meet her, did you? No. You didn't get an <laughs> autograph from her, did you? No. Yeah. Why, why are you, you making, making me sad? Making me feel bad for not spending eight hundred dollars. Yeah, you should have spent eight hundred dollars three years ago, Eric. Duh. Christ. Okay. <laughs> the match so, drug, but I'm glad Edge won. That's all I got to say about it. Well, that was the only way it, it should have gone because you don't want this match to continue and have rematch after rematch after rematch. For sure. You want it one oh. done. The good guy wins. And you said, and, and you Orton also don't know Beth when he's going to come her. back. Yeah, but you said Orton attacked Beth and sent her home. Beth attacked Orton, so he just retaliated. Ooh, buddy, here we go, man! A retaliation, violence. A retaliation. If I slap should... Randy Orton. I don't expect him to drop me with an RKO. I expect him to go tell my husband on me or something. If you take it out Orton, on my man, you don't expect to get hit with an RKO. You even watch wrestling. If I was going to say, if you stand in the <laughs> ring with with. With uh, yeah. If you stand in the ring with um with Randy Orton, you should expect an RKO. Exactly. I expect and- I, I expect a lot of things, but not an RKO. Oh, anyway, Jesus. the the, the mat. Hey, I didn't even go there. I could have. The match was long. I was well into my bottle of wine at this point. I will be a hundred percent honest with you. The first time I fell asleep during this match, um, it yeah, was that it was damn long. long, and I woke up and it was like, oh. Well, damn, they're still fighting. 
I didn't black out as for as long as I thought I did. Okay. You um, you did black out for that long. They were just still fighting when you came to. No, you, you took an eight hour nap. It just it was still going. It it was they were only part way into it at that point. But I uh, so after I woke back up, um, I, I watched of course the finish and I watched again. I went back and I watched the match sober in That's, its entirety. You, just why are you trying to do that to yourself? <laughs> I, I, I mean, did it already. I'm drinking's sorry. not that bad of a sin, okay? <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss anything pertinent. I really was I was invested in this match because it had a build up, it's got a great story, edge on his comeback, you know, all that. I love the fact that Randy had to tell the ref a bunch of times to count. <laughs> like the ref was like, Oh shoot, Ed. Randy's like, uh, is that not a count? count do your job count like randy could have ref this match himself we didn't yeah, that need the referee because it was it was horrible i felt so bad i was like who's the usual ref in a last man standing match where the hell is mike Kyoto? does he not go there anymore charlie robinson somebody anybody save us from this ref who doesn't want to count Listen, um, Lil Nature is a national treasure, and he needs to do as much social distancing as he can. So he's, he was there. He lasts much longer, was he? Yeah, he I was. didn't even pay attention to the referees. Look, Lil Nature <laughs> needs to be the first referee inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. You know what? I, I stand behind that. You and think Lil Nature over? Or uh... did anybody else? Yes, Lil Nature over everybody. Even what, Earl. Was yeah. it... Yeah, I, I wanted well, them, I don't know. them to fall off there's, the truck. There's a lot of a, a lot a lot that has to happen uh, before before they Earl ever, ever have anything to do with Lee. <laughs> well, I mean, you yeah. know, listen most most of the most of the people that have had that that have you know had a severed relationship with WWE usually because Vince McMahon did something to them. Okay, here we're looking at the other way around, right? They did something to Vince McMahon. So, I don't know. I think Vince McMahon is much better at faking for, you know, asking for forgiveness than actually forgiving someone. So, I don't know if we'll ever see the Edmunds. I mean, maybe when Vince, you know, joins his father, wherever he's buried. Uh, mm. But hell, until then, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. And so my 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 last um, twisted piece. I wanted somebody to fall off the truck. I don't know why, yes. but I just did. I I felt like somebody should have taken a header off the truck, and the fact that nobody did was just just. Horrible. I was expecting a spear off the freaking truck. Uh, a spear, a toss down, you know, crash pads or whatever. But they should have come down off the top of that truck. We should have saw them land on the crash pads. I mean, it's not like we've never seen that before. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I was waiting for uh, Edge to like get on the ladder and then jump and then spear uh, Orton somehow into something. Asking, I don't know why. You're asking a lot from that man. He's 46 years old, man. Come on, man. Hey, that man's in the best shape of his life. Calm down. They can yeah. they can do camera <laughs> tricks though. Okay, they could have done fancy camera tricks. <laughs> The, that was not in the budget for this better. match. Yeah, they, he didn't they even mess up the on alter, They blew that budget on Alter Bridge, and Alter Bridge didn't Ooh. even get to play. So uh, Alter Bridge did not return the deposit. Okay. No, it's a, they it's didn't a even deposit. Mess up the okay, catering. you don't get it back. The they deposit. didn't even mess up the catering. Okay, they just let it go. 
We, we've crossed the two-hour mark. It's time for the the, the, the Take correct, home. The, the correct thoughts on this match. Uh, while I do agree it, it was very long, uh, I understand why it went as long as it did. Because they didn't do anything for so long. Well, they, well, they, <laughs> they did have to They labored it. between each and every spot. That's why it took fucking 30 minutes to do anything. I, 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 well, and it, and it also could have been because, you know, maybe Edge's uh, contract is not a poor day or per show contract, maybe a per year. He was getting paid per, per hour. minute, yeah. Yeah, so they were like, putting yeah. flush because they don't know when he'll be back again, right? It's possible. I mean, he's probably, right he, look, he's taking Gold, Goldie, you know, Goldilocks back to Asheville, North Carolina, and secluding himself in the mountains where he lives. Um, uh, for a while now, for for however long this crisis happens, I don't think he's coming back anytime soon. But I think the whole the, I, I, it, it just my, my own personal opinion. I mean, it looks like they were trying to just make a point that these guys really had a grudge against each other, and well, I mean, they buried that point, you know, deeper than AJ Styles the night before. Wow. Well, Jesus, I, I mean, I so I understand why they, you know, why they did it. In my head, I think you know this is why they did it. But yes, it was too long. But at the end, the beginning was fun. The tour of the performance center was fun. Uh, the, uh, the the fact that it was over was fun. Uh, I think you know people were happy it, that the, when the end came because, but most likely because it was over and they could have. Yeah. You know, WrestleMania Part Three again, <laughs> but fun. Glad Edge is back, and hopefully, uh, we'll see him back when everything gets better. And yeah, I- I'm glad that he is back. I mean, he took some nasty bumps for for a man who, again, like Sean, who had to retire back in what 2019, I can't even remember the year. 1998. Yes. Uh, uh, because of neck injuries, and then you look at guys like Daniel Bryan who had to retire because of uh, injuries, and now you know, then you know, and Edge. You see all these guys eventually coming back. I mean, hey man, he took a lot of bumps that I thought, oh man, this is gonna send him back to retirement. But bless professional wrestlers for what they do, because you know, uh, not everything is fake, buddies, and. But that's, but nonetheless, next match, a tag team match for the Raw Tag Team Championships following uh, Edge versus Orton. We get uh, the Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Um, I guess Austin Theory relates to uh, Selena Vega's group here because he tends so well. He looks like he could be uh, Hispanic. Uh, origin, uh, but yes, we get a tag team match here, and the Street Profits retain. Fun match. Uh, we got to see uh, Selena Vega also get her butt kicked by the EST of WWE now, I guess, because uh, it, to me it looks like you know that Bianca Belair is not part of the main roster. Thank God. Mm. It 
it does seem that way uh, that Bianca's up there. The match itself was okay. You know, I'm still not huge on the Street Profits, um, and and you know we talk about Austin Theory and he's okay, but I think he's still not there where he needs to be. Um, Gars is good, but his finish sucks. Um, the Wing Clipper, I think, is just a stupid move. Um, but uh, the match was okay. You know, it was okay for what it was. Tag team match. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't my favorite match of the night. I like the I mean, I mean, let's let's say there was out of the four people, two of them were really talented, and they were on opposite teams. Uh, Ford yeah, and Garza. Oh, I thought I thought we were gonna say Angelo Dawkins you think- and uh, Austin Theory. Oh, no, yeah. I said talented. Um, uh, oh, talented. Oh, got it. Yes. Got it. Sorry, I missed yes. that. Yes. Now, I will not bury Austin Theory because he is a star on the rise. He's 22 years old. I could tout the taglines if I needed to, but I won't. We know, we all know, us sitting here, Danny, myself, and Eric, we've seen him in various incarnations as he's grown up before our very eyes. It's good to see, you know, a Georgia boy there who's not AJ Styles at WrestleMania. This was an opportunity that literally landed in his lap due to, um, what's his name? Del Rio, whatever the other guy's name was. Oh, my God. (laughs) Andrade, come on now. That's what I said. I said this. I said it. I called him by his name. That he's yeah. sick or hurt or suspended or whatever. So he got the nod for you know he got the nod. He got in there. Was this the best match ever? Absolutely not. Did the right team win? You know what? The Street Profits. There's only one guy with the talent there. I'd have took the titles off of him and put it on the new guys. Let them run with it. That's just me. Um, and. But yeah, this match could have been short and sweet. Heel for the win and could have been gone. Also, let's talk Chances about Selena. Well, listen, Selena. first of all, th- this match had Latinos, so it was definitely going to be kept short. Mm-hmm. No, well, one. that's, yeah. Se- sec- second of all, okay, uh, I-, I understand you're not very good with Latino names, Mika, because you didn't even, <laughs> you didn't even know if you're landscape people's names are Juan or Jose. Um, I mean. But, <laughs> so it's a J. I, listen, all right. I, I, you're, you know, look, you needed somebody to build this set for you, okay? It wasn't going to build itself, okay? That's I, why I they mean, didn't have a set. We know, we know my people uh, are very good at building things, you know what I mean? I'm sure they're partaking in building a wall. Um, Just wait till... So uh, Vince figures out that Austin Theory is not, or he is uh, Latino, John Cena. Yeah. No, no, that he figures out he is John Cena. Wait till he sees him in some camouflage and watch yeah. him not lose ever, okay? Just saying. That's going to happen. I'm so calling it the, now. The best part of having having Austin Theory on TV is that uh, at home here, we always, my wife is, you know, can is kind of hard of hearing and doesn't really pay attention, so... She always has the, uh, the the closed captioning on, right? Whenever we watch anything, and they don't refer to him as Austin Theory, but as Austin Fieri, 
like Guy Fieri. Um, so that is the absolute best part of having him on my television is, is they talk about Fieri with the big move or Fieri spills to the outside. And I'm just thinking about Guy Fieri in a wrestling ring and getting his ass whipped. It's hilarious. I'm dead. I'm so dead. Look, I bet you, I bet you Guy Fieri could have beaten Bart Gunn in the brawl for all as well. I mean, he might have. I'm just saying. Could have hit him with the flavor. He might have. Oh, my god! He would have taken him to Flavor Town. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> mo- 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 moving on to the Title IX match. Uh, title IX match? T- yeah, because, you know, <laughs> Did somebody get their papers? What happened? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, you know, hey. It's the law, you know. You have to have women, you know, get the same rights as men, right? So you got uh-huh. equal opportunity here, men and women. So I you get put it, the women's rights, okay? Get yeah, fatal five, fatal five, five. And look, it's it's not. I mean, I know it wasn't funny to begin with, but it's even less not funny. When you have to explain it, yep. Exactly. Yep. When you have to explain a joke, it instantly loses whatever you were trying to attempt. Yes, but it's all right. I I did not expect you guys to be educated, so it's all right. That's I mean, you know, Georgia has rubbed in on all of us. Mika, you left too late. Sorry. So, next match, the fatal five way is supposed to be a six way, but something happened to Dana. They probably realized she didn't she want to get exposed talent. to the COVID. She didn't want to get well, exposed to the get COVID. Exposed to talent. Let's be for real. Yeah. They, they realized they wanted talented so people. The, the talent they, of know, Tamina Smucker, right? The talent yeah, of Tamina Smucker. I still Smucka. don't know why Tamina was in there. Because her last name's Smucker. Yeah, but, but they don't even call her Snooker anymore because Snooker's a, a murderer. Because he's hey, a possible exactly, murderer that never got his due. That's the whole point. If they know Tamina's in the match, she's gonna kill it. So oh. she was in the match. Mm-hmm. All right, fail five way for the women's championship. Mm-hmm. Look, it, 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 like that I, was like nothing. Oh. Nothing about nothing about this match is funny. So must well just get all my. So the joke. So the, so your joke way. shouldn't be funny either. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> okay. Yeah, never funny. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, that the, was great. The, the, uh. <laughs> that was funny. The joke is you that because none of my jokes are funny. So. Oh, here, that okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't. Uh. Uh, All right, so, uh, so anyone listening, uh, we have an opening for a female spot on the show. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> was interested, uh, you know, especially someone whose phone is buzzing and beeping every five minutes. Who's not trying to eat? Who's not trying to eat snacks while we're uh, while we're doing the show? Oh, or does not fall asleep in the middle of the show. <laughs> That we're watching been, and talking about. We've been yeah. doing this show for three years. I had to eat, okay? Good God. You ate at the beginning of it, though. You didn't eat even middle way through. You started out and you're like, you know what? I think I need a snack. That's <laughs> for the one reason why we stopped doing these video, uh, video chats when we recorded. Now that I can figure out how to record my screen, because Mika Villas is not one that to happen. All right? I always want video because I'm cute. But anyway, this women's match, this fatal five-way with Tamina, 
<sighs> Why? Um, it was Tamina wasn't needed, or I, at least care. I didn't. She's, I I didn't that. order her at all. She's she never should not have been on the menu anywhere ever. Dana so, Brooke, before you guys go forward, this match, this women's match, was longer than any match on part one. Jesus. It, felt it went too long. Every minute of it. All right. Yeah. It so went too long. Long matches. Yeah. It, it, it went too long. Tamina wasn't needed. Dana Brooke wasn't needed. You could even just left this as a four way and let Bailey, Sasha, Lacey, and um, what's the other one? Naomi. Let them do what they're going to do. Um, I missed big interests for Naomi. Did she just leave us in the middle of her sentence? I know, yeah. right? See, uh, may- maybe she, uh, maybe she fell asleep again. She, she got so worked low. up that that she just <sighs> exploded. <laughs> you know, her lim- She reached her time limit. That's it. Her minutes. Her minutes expired on the calling card she was using for her cell phone. <laughs> She's like, that's it. They caught her at work. Yeah, there you go. She, no, she's actually in in state penitentiary right now, and you know she ran out of quarters. Is, is the state yeah. penitentiary any different than the USO penitentiary? Yes, uh, you actually don't wish you died if you were in, in the state penitentiary. Now, if you were in the USO penitentiary, send me straight to death row, please. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well. Uh, so okay, all right. Okay, so she's going off about the women's match. It was it was okay, but yeah, I realized that. I I mean, I agree with her. They could have just narrowed it down, um, just to made it the four way, um, because that was really. I mean, and the main story, of course, is Sasha Bailey. You know, yep. they're yes, they're friends, etc. But are they going to fight if it comes down to the title? That's the that was the big story of the match, and you had the others in there. So that you had these teaser moments, so they didn't have to be fighting each other the whole time, um, you know. But I mean, hell, they should have, you know, should have put the belt on Naomi. Should have let her win it and take it. You know, they had all that buzz with Naomi when she redebuted and she had her natural hair, and it, she kind of like went viral for a few minutes. And it, all these people who were like, "I don't really watch wrestling, but I'm in love with this chick, and I'm interested to see what she's going to do." And they did fuck all with her. Um, yep. So they should have. You know, I mean, always too little, too late. But by the time they do something, it's going to be way too late um, with her. So you should have given her that, and then let, you know, maybe maybe a month from now, Sasha beats her, and Bailey is like, "Hey, man, that was uh, my title. I was supposed to win back. You know, like she beat me. I was supposed to win the back." Or Sasha gets pinned, and then Bailey loses her title because her friend got pinned, and you know, like it. You could have things like that. And then they, they, the title comes back into it because it's going to be a slow burn. They're not going to have them fight until SummerSlam. You know, like that's the rumor. So you got to have some time to keep them, to get them without just having them fight over the title immediately. Um, yeah. But the match was okay. It was nothing special. But it apparently went longer than anything on night one, which is surprising now that we think about it. Um, but a lot of night one matches were kind of were short. Or especially compared to the marathon that was uh, the winner-takes-all match, or the last-man-standing match, winner-takes-all. The last-man-standing match. 
No, I, I agree with you on that. I actually thought they were going to swap uh, titles too. I, I wasn't. I, I knew it probably wouldn't be Sasha. So I was figuring either Naomi or Lacey with Naomi probably getting it. Um, I just think that honestly, Beck or Becky, Bailey and Sasha don't really need the title for a feud because it's been building for well over two years. I feel like um, the best friend thing, and Sasha always stabs her best friends in the back, and she's yet to stab Bailey in the back, and I just feel like really and truly they don't need the title for that feud but but they're gonna have they're gonna have the title with it of course they are yeah yeah that's what i'm saying if we're going down that route okay i guess sasha's gonna turn baby face and eh. but we'll see it was it was an okay match tamina wasn't needed she isn't needed ever anywhere she's gonna get hurt next week except except with her dad in hell mika now that you're back from your break do you want to finish your rant? <laughs> uh, I'm scared now. I think you really fired me. Um, so the the as everyone said, Tamina not needed. Um, I miss Naomi getting her big entrance because it was oh Florida, you know, her hometown, Orlando, down the road or whatever. She came out with her little neon whip or whatever that was. It was cute, but I couldn't really see it. I mean. We Danny touched on the fact that Naomi had outside interest looking at wrestling, and this would have been the perfect opportunity for WWE to put the title on her and capitalize on the popularity. Now, whether it was meant to be um, due to COVID-19, maybe things changed and they felt like they could not put her out there with the title and make any waves or not, I don't know, but I really think they should have tried to put the title on her. And let her win because there was really no reason to keep it on Bailey. Bailey with her Karen haircut is scary, but she's boring. Um, That's the point of the character. Sasha you're wanna... not supposed. To, you're not supposed to like her. Oh, no, no, no! I don't dislike her at all. She's just boring. She she doesn't yeah. register. It's it's like she's she's so vanilla. She's not even there. She's not even a flavor. It's like oh oh oh, you got the title. Okay. I see three. Um, I see three of her every day at Starbucks. So it's just only three. On the only now. three, and only three each day. You have. You, you must have a strong mood in Starbucks. Right. Yeah. Right now, I only see three because you know everybody. Not as many people are there. Water, yeah, right? and their faces so, are covered when you see them. Yeah. yeah. I got forty-seven Karens a day, so mm. she's just an annoyance at this point. There it is. That's the point, though. She's she's supposed to be an annoyance. She's a heel. You're not supposed to like her. Who would have thought in 2020? <laughs> but again, I'm, I'm supposed to dislike her, but I don't even care enough to have a feeling. That's a problem. She doesn't. Even and then admit. she comes out on your TV, and then you're stuck with her. That's part of getting heat too. Is is they they say go away heat's not real heat. Yes, it is because you don't want to watch the person, and you're stuck watching the person. Now on the TV Xbox in the digital TV. age, it becomes a little bit different. But ultimately, go away heat is still heat, okay? Because you want them to go away. You want somebody to come and kick their butt, shut them up, and make them leave. Because they're not going to leave until somebody does that. Well, in that case, Lacey's got all my heat because I wish she would go away. (laughs) (laughs) You leave Lacey alone. I'm not messing with Lacey. Is Lacey a baby face in this feud? Yeah. Isn't that weird? (laughs) I I, I still want her to go away. (laughs) 
please. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm more sassy than she is. Hey, okay. I saw her first match ever in WWE. That's I, that's my claim to fame. That's a shame. That's a it shame. Was. Sorry it was about your bad. Sorry about Sorry your about bad luck. Sorry about your damn luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, no, legitimately, when I saw that match, I turned to the person next to me and was like, "Wow, she's the drizzling shit." <laughs> Who the fuck is this bitch? She's terrible. Yeah. Four years later, now, I'm like, "Wow." Speak now. Speaking of Bray Wyatt. Whoop, whoop. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, what? Mm-mm. So listen, he, he just like, used the intro of the drizzling shits and said speaking of Bray Wyatt. Mm-mm. We are uh, about to have you about to have Eric have a meltdown here. Listen, I'm about to eat a cookie. Listen, um uh I there's a town called the Slandering World of Bray Wyatt, and I am its governor, mayor, and supreme leader. Excuse I know me. where to send the COVID nineteen next. Thanks for letting oh, me know. God. So I knew. Okay, so now look, we knew or at least hoped that we would see some type of cinematic experience, the way that the Boyer match blew everybody away and made everybody who probably had in their mind sense this is the worst thing ever when they started watching WrestleMania came up at the end of the night saying, best night of my life, right? So I I, I knew, because I'm a very smart man, uh, that not even Big Match John could pull, pull a miracle here and make this interesting. Um, and I am usually almost never wrong. And I will say this match, I was 50% wrong. Uh, because... Everything John Cena did in, in this match was pure genius, and 50% of what Bray Wyatt did was very good and actually somewhat entertaining. Uh, but, yes, I mean, let, we and, uh, if you guys want to dissect different parts of this match or just talk about whatever you like or... You know, if you want to be uh, living in ignorance and actually think the Bray Wyatt is worth more than a fart <laughs> in the air, uh, by all means, give me your thoughts. I, 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 I'm well, speechless right now. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, so... you. You, you said Eric, you what John said. I'm broken right now. <laughs> Eric, you're alive. Okay, this is this is live. All right. It was it was all Bray Wyatt. Cena barely had any input on that match. So you were attributing to Cena. Cena is 100% Bray Wyatt. So his genius made that match great. Okay, so this was a great. Acid trip. I say that because I've never taken drugs. And I watched it and it was trippy. I didn't know what was happening. And then it like all just kind of came together. It clicked. It wasn't a match. It was a trip through the twisted mind of Bray Wyatt. And Cena did what he should have done six years ago. He gave the younger talent, and I said talent, the rub. He put Bray over. 
If Cena didn't participate in this, if Cena demanded a real traditional wrestling match, then this would have all not been happening and we would have been deprived. So are you... Mika, I thought so real what? quick. I thought Mika, when you said that he should have done six years ago, was wear those tights again, <laughs> the the prototype wore. That's uh, <laughs> that would have been more more fun. But no. alas, no. sorry, Aaron, go ahead. So, do you believe that this was a trip through Bray's mind, or do you think that this was a trip through John Cena's insecurities? I I think it was supposed to be a trip through John Cena's insecurities or the many phases of John Cena, who he should have been, could have been, would have been like, but all courtesy of Bray, but these were in Bray's mind. Because the comparisons to Hogan were absolutely phenomenal. The comparisons to Hogan, when, when Cena said that, you know, the most overhyped, overrated, overprivileged superstar of all time, talking about himself, like, but showing all the reasons why, it was like, oh, snap, you know, somebody heard us. They didn't hear us just say Cena sucks. It went back and showed why Cena sucks, why we have Cena the way we have Cena, and the fact that, you know, people are justified in liking and hating him at the same time for wanting him to be, you know, these different versions of himself and not getting that for us getting the Superman for no reason. Like I I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I thought that yes, the Hogan thing was was funny as hell. The fact that freaking the fiend, Bray Wyatt, that pulled the damn Bischoff thing off, I popped like crazy because I love Eric Bischoff in the NWO. I love each and every one of you. I was like, holy hell, this is amazing. Yeah, when he was doing the Bischoff verbatim, that was that was that was hilarious. Like I I was fully sober at this point because I lost my drunk just because this was that damn good. Okay. I'm sorry Patrick. It was better you can than hate on Bray. Match. You can hate on Bray all you want to but the the this was talent. This was unusual. This is something that I'm glad we got to see. And I don't know if we were going to see it before COVID, but damn, I'm almost happy that we got to see it due to how this all played out. It was wonderful. It was great. It was wild. It was weird. It was wacky. You know, used inside jokes and all these kind of things. Yet again, proving, you know, what, what I was saying is that the diversity that this WrestleMania provided, and part of that may be due to COVID, part of that may not be, but where so many WWE events, matches, big shows, it literally, all the matches seem kind of cookie cutter. This this entire event through both nights provided a lot of different stuff um, that made this show uh, a lot more interesting overall. For sure. I definitely agree with that. Look, I I enjoyed this match. All right, I'm not saying that I did not. I mean, I just don't care for the Bray Wyatt character, and I think to me the biggest things like look, Bray Wyatt in an NWO shirt was probably the most entertaining Bray Wyatt I have ever seen. Um, and but was that because of Bray Wyatt? Was because of the NWO red and white, you know. That <coughs> red and black. So you know, red, come red on. and white. 
it's the it's the only time that Bray would ever be too sweet, um, mm. and but I, I just don't I, I I just I just don't don't care for Bray Wyatt. But yes, I thought that I thought that the, the what we saw was everything I expected it to be. What I did not expect was for me to actually like it. I, I was going in dreading this. And I actually liked it, and I was surprised of it. So I knew we were in for something special when um, we got the "you can look but you can't touch" line, and I oh. knew from that moment it was going to be fantastic. Like I, I literally, I screamed, I Same. screamed laughing. I was like, "Holy sh! Oh my gosh! You Disabella, and you just bury Cena." <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me the hell up, okay? <laughs> and look, when Cena was referring to the most overhyped, overrated person, I mean, we can all have our opinions, but it definitely wasn't Cena. I believe it, in all my years of hating Cena, as we're coming probably towards the end of his career, he's gotten 95% of the stuff that he deserves. Or he's I... deserves 95% of the stuff he's gotten. There we go. Um, yeah, but at the same time, for a while there, he was the most overrated, overhyped person in history. I mean, um, did you, I think it was him talking about himself. I think that was again a poke and a jab back at himself. I mean, because you saw all his success and his failures. Did you see Punk in there too? I was like, oh, what? I'm sorry, a Punk yes. clip? Yes. I was, I'm like, holy, who did this? This is amazing. They had was Punk great. on at least two things from WrestleMania this weekend. And I was like, okay, so we can show him on television again? Are we right? Are we hinting at something here, guys? I if we're know. not, I mean, he, he did join the Fox show. That is true. So but he's they, technically they make... connected a little bit. A little bit, not just, employed by WWE, just by Fox, and just you know, give me what I clear want. about that. Give it doesn't matter. Time. It doesn't matter who he's hired by. He's working to promote WWE product. Whether he gives it, uh, you know, good thoughts or bad thoughts, or he's very critical, or he talk. He, I mean, CM Punk, CM Punk, the greatest of all time. But you know, he's gonna speak his mind. But the fact that he, you know, it doesn't matter who pays the paycheck, he is working, you know, for the Fed because the, you know, it, it, he's talking. He's on the on the on the show that's co-produced by the Fed. So doesn't matter who writes the check, he's working for the Fed. Exactly. But there were so many good references in that, and I could spend forever talking about that match. It was probably one of the best things I've ever seen WWE produce, and I, 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 I originally I have produced. A who's not really mm-hmm. into wrestling? She's starting to get into wrestling, and I want to show her this match just to see her thoughts on it. Um, it's I, probably I, gonna. She's probably gonna be lost. She's not gonna understand all the stuff. More than likely, and that'll be fine. Um, but I just want to see her opinion, just so I can laugh. 
I, I think you know. what you do is you go back for somebody who's not a wrestling fan. You pull the Firefly Funhouses. You pull them all and watch this character and watch the puppeteers. Watch the like the mindset and let them see all of those and take them to the Funhouse match. And then, no matter what, I think you get it. If you watch any of those and you came to this it makes sense it flows and it's just like wow this is some twisted crazy stuff i like it yeah she's i i made her watch all of the firefly fun houses because you know brea is one of my mm -hmm. favorites currently um so yeah i i i told her that when all of this um is over we will be watching wrestlemania as a whole again because she wants to see Brock Lesnar retain the title. Oh, she can't be friends with us. We don't like that. Sorry. Hey, I, yeah. You, everybody's like got to start Brock somewhere, Lesnar. okay? Yeah. We all liked Brock at one point in time, okay? Hey, I like it. I, he's grown on me a little bit. Don't act like don't act like you never year. liked Brock Lesnar ever. 2002, Maybe when he was the next big thing. He was a, he was a beast. That's what I'm saying. There was a point where we all liked Brock Lesnar at one point, you know, somewhere. He wasn't just a beast. He was a beast incarnate. Mm. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm right. done here. Well, <laughs> I mean, look, the Edge versus Orton match is still happening right now, so <laughs> we're, we're, still, we're still good on time. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, so in your main event of WrestleMania, you know, as a whole, because we're gonna we, we're we're gonna forget about the dark match uh, that was aired, you know, and I bet your production got yelled at a lot for that. Maybe maybe Kevin Dunn can be blamed for this. Who knows? But we'll talk about that in a minute. The main event of WrestleMania: Drew McIntyre defeats Brock Lesnar to win the. WWE Championship in less than five minutes. I well, think that I mean, this is going to happen regardless. This is how the show was always going to end. <laughs> yeah. It's just... And Im imagine the live crowd's reaction. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been the thing. The live reaction for yeah. that match would have been would have been outstanding, and it would have helped make it a more entertaining match. Um, but yeah, it was... I mean, it was... Yet again, it's a Lesnar match. If you expected it to go 20-plus minutes, even in a main event slot, where have you been the last three years? Um, so, I mean, that's part of it there. But, uh, yeah, no, it was it was fun. It was okay. The big thing, of course, was him winning. Um, you know, was Drew finally winning the championship? Um, and so that's... The big, uh, the big positive point there was he should have, you know, he was supposed to win. He did win. All's right with the world, as the Scotsman uh, stands tall. This was a long time coming, well deserved. I don't think anybody can be upset with that. Uh, Drew has all of the talent in the world and has deserved this for quite some time. I'm I'm good with this win. It was it's somebody who you know deserves it, who worked hard to get back to the WWE, 
who did all the right things, who's working hard to be there. And Brock, I mean, I, I don't need to see him on TV. Oh, wait, we don't see him on TV. So it's good. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Listen, now it, it, I think the trifecta is complete. All three members of 3MB had won championship gold in WWE. Oh. And to me, that makes 3MB the most successful faction in the history of our sport. <laughs> Jesus yes, Christ. indeed. Wow. Indeed. Okay. Indeed. I mean, I know, and I know that. Uh, that uh, w- w- what are they called? The undisputed era, um, you know, yeah, had, had all the NXT gold at one yeah. point. But look, the they, they, guys they, they're, in the, they're in the farm yeah. system, right? It's a developmental yeah. uh, system. What about yeah. evolution? Not the main roster. And mm-hmm. DX and the Hart Foundation, those guys are all a bunch of chumps. Okay, 3MB is the free where it's at. <laughs> I can't yeah, even say that without laughing. Every single member of the world is battle, but 3MB is better. Eric, Eric, do yeah. you not understand? Okay, see, so you're new here, right? So, you don't understand this, all right? Do not, you do not let the truth get in the way of a good story on this podcast. Oh, I understand completely. All right, so. uh... But but all the members of 3MB have not won a title. Slater Actually, won the no. tag titles. Yeah, I, he no, won the I tag titles say, uh, with Rhino. Long, but even he was cruiserweight champion. Who? He wasn't a part of 3MB. Yeah, yeah he was. Remember he was. WLC? He, he was, was like he member. was their he was like their mascot though. He wasn't like a full fledged member. Yeah, just like he was a member of the X. You know. Mm. Oh my god! Potato, tomato. Okay. Oh Jesus! Right. I can't with y'all. I really can't. <laughs> I, I I think this brings. Did you just say that Hornswoggle brings... looks like a potato? Is that what you're trying to say? I mean, they do call him Doo Doo Dylan for a reason. Oh. Who calls him Doo Doo Dylan? Everybody oh, just like. I just listened to the New Day podcast, and they all just refer to him as Doo Doo Dylan. Hmm. I don't want to know why he's Doo Doo Dylan. I mean, we don't. You know. we don't. Take it home. <laughs> let's let let let's just assume it's because you know he's getting quicker path to the toilet. Oh, uh, let's not speculate. I'm, I'm let's not that. speculate. Okay. Anyways, that's it. We're not. We're. We're. Let, let's. Uh, let, let's keep our short jokes uh, to a minimum. Uh, keep our short jokes. Keep our jokes short. I wasn't trying to say something funny. I was just trying to move on because you know I don't know how to say things funny. Anyways, all right. So that was WrestleMania Part Two and Three. At least it felt like it. I don't know. After watching that that second night, I, I was a little exhausted. But I think by by half of the Edge uh, Orton match, I was even sweating. I think I lost two pounds. Well, think so about what this: if, if it were all one night, you talk about how tired you were after two days. Think about if they were all one night. Look, they might have shaved can, one or two matches off, but it would have been. It still would have been a long time. 
uh, I don't know if Eric remembers this, right? But I mean, we basically, well, no, I basically, he didn't. Uh, I feel like I drank half a keg of beer by one o'clock. Um, yeah. So uh, when uh, before WrestleMania 34. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, I, 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 you know, you can endure a lot because, I mean, talking about long, right? Uh, and I, I, before we give our finals, so it's like just briefly, me and Eric got a, left our hotel room a little bit after 10-ish and went to this WrestleMania tailgate till 2, 3-ish. Um then went to the stadium. We were there till almost midnight-ish. Um, then we went to the hotel, packed up by one-ish. Uh, we got on the road back to uh, to Georgia. I mean, we endured a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you had your own WrestleMania moments. I got gotcha. you. And I'm going to be honest with you. When I got home and I got into my bed, the next thing I knew... It was Wednesday. Jesus. I slept for almost 48 hours. Mm -mm -mm. That's without even getting in the ring, taking a bump there, brother. Just imagine if you had to work. I might have slept a grand total of like two hours a night because I was hitting every single show I could possibly hit. Mm, That's the mania way. WrestleMania yeah. week. I needed a break. That's why I didn't Difficult. go to New York last year. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes, we can hear you. All right. Could you hear me at all? Yeah, nope. we were just talking over you, though. Wait. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> at what point yeah. did you stop hearing me? <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, we weren't paying attention. We were having fun with ourselves. My point being, hey, look, I I promise rambling on this episode. So, mm-hmm. rambling it is. So, after the very long two days straight with no sleep that Eric and I had, WrestleMania 34, I could I could I could end the war 20, 20 matches in one at a WrestleMania. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Uh, so yes, so okay, great. WrestleMania Part 2 and then WrestleMania overall. I give WrestleMania Part 2 a B plus, and I give the overall WrestleMania an A. I do Part 2 as, as a B just because it was so – it just felt like – we just talked about it. It just felt so long. It felt like it just kept going on and on and on. So overall, I'd say – B, B, yeah, I give it a solid B overall. Just because I, I do felt with two nights, you did get some extra stuff. But at the same time, it kind of lost a little bit of magic, being two nights, um, rather than a single one night event. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go and say without the Firefly Funhouse, B plus with it, A minus. Overall grade for WrestleMania, they get they get a solid A out of me. I um without the Firefly Funhouse, it gets probably a B minus. With the Firefly Funhouse, it is 
a perfect 10, 100, A plus Sean plus. A plus plus. Um, and overall, I'd give WrestleMania probably an A minus. There you go. The WrestleMania 36, too big for one night extravaganza. It broke the attendance record for a WrestleMania with, uh. with 94,000 people in attendance. Uh-uh. Yeah. Suck it, Dave Meltzer. Um, so, yes, a uh, uh, record-breaking crowd for WrestleMania. Uh, one that most likely may never be duplicated ever again. Uh, so, uh, once in a lifetime uh, event here. Uh, will we get WrestleMania in multiple parts in the future? I mean, look, it, it may have happened by accident this year uh, or circumstance, you know? It worked very well for, re- for New Japan Pro Wrestling when they did Wrestle Kingdom in two nights, you know? They they got they made a lot of extra money by splitting it two nights. That really could they make WrestleMania a two part event? Because I think a a it would work. They could do it, and people would buy in. You know, if anybody would lose out of that, it would be you know independent wrestling promotions who basically lose an entire Saturday and most likely have a Friday. But other than that, I could see them doing this again and, and trying it in front of a light crowd. I think people would buy in into two nights of WrestleMania. I would. I feel like the only thing that that would hurt in their universe, because in their universe, the indies don't exist, um, would be TakeOver. Where would you put TakeOver? You can't do it Friday because you've got SmackDown. Uh, you can't, if you do WrestleMania, you can't do it Saturday. So what would you do with TakeOver? Thursday Look, before SmackDown. Jesus Christ. Look, no, you do NXT TakeOver presented by SmackDown. You know what I'm saying? But it's, mm. get, put it in the SmackDown slot for uh, for Fox. Uh, you know, unless, you know, you know or, or whatever. I don't know. You figure something out. I'm sure <laughs> it out. it'll work Thursday. Out. Thursday night. NXT TakeOver. Uh, Even better. Uh. Friday, because you're, you're, you're not going to move SmackDown um, because you're not. So that's you're not going to give up that show. slot. That, that's your go-home show. The NXT is a standalone anyway. You get people in on Thursday. They're there for the SmackDown that you want them to be there for Friday. Saturday, yeah, they've, they've got it all. They've got it all. They could do it. They really could. You know what? Okay. I understand NXT can be on Fox because they're technically a, a, a USA network brand. So, yeah, you do you do take over on Thursday. You can do the Hall of Fame at you know on Fox as a SmackDown Live event. After. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, there, you're, there's you're a way to look. do it. People Hold come. on, let me, let me call um, Vince and tell him now. This is a good idea. Look, why are we Great just not idea. going Monday to Monday with this during WrestleMania week? Don't don't play, because that'll with, happen too. 
We can do Raw on Monday. On Tuesday, we can do Hall of Fame. Wednesday, we can do a live NXT. Thursday, we can do TakeOver. Friday, we can do SmackDown. Saturday, WrestleMania. Sunday, WrestleMania. Let's just do it. And then Monday, the Raw after WrestleMania. Exactly. Why not? Let's just do it. And then Tuesday, you do a live edition of uh, the the backstage live in front of an audience. And then oh Wednesday, God. and then Wednesday, you have NXT uh, again on USA and Network. The and then Thursday, there. and then Thursday, you can do like a, a WrestleMania rewind. You know? Yeah. And yeah. then Friday smack with, with extra I mean? footage. Yeah. Yeah, you, oh, you, that's where you can do your, like your 24 episode or whatever. Yeah, there you go. You know? Yeah. Anyways, broken, I like have done. one of those nights be a broken skull, you know, interview with somebody. So All we're right. just going to make WrestleMania two weeks long now. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Let's do it's it. The most yeah. wonderful time Let's be honest. Of the year. Enough people come to to the to whatever WrestleMania is to uh, so early they uh, they would buy in. Uh, oh no, they I would. know I would. That's for sure. It's such a huge event at this point, uh, and so many people, you know, take off. A lot of people take off the whole week because there are other stuff going on. And look, so here, WWE I, just cancels I, I see... and makes sure that you watch only their stuff and not the other stuff. Basically, yeah. It's it, okay. it's a for Vince McMahon, a you know, it'd be like, look, I, mean, this, I had this uh, whole week off before uh, COVID nineteen hit, so I mean, it could have been I could have watched an entire week of WrestleMania mm. or the lead in. Everybody could. Yeah. So, with that said, as we are about to reach a three-hour limit, it, it is it is one last thing to talk about, and that is Drew McIntyre's first title defense against the one and only star of the new Netflix show. The Big Show show with the Big Show or whatever thing is called. Hey, that show's fantastic. I, I, know, I know it's coming out, but did it already come out? Yeah, it's already out. Okay. So, yes. The big star of the Big Show show, the Big Show, came out and he challenged McIntyre. We had a match, and of course... Uh, they forgot to turn up to switch the screens to say Raw and all the the WrestleMania stuff was all over it. But yeah, fun match. Uh, didn't realize the Big Show had not retired yet. Uh, but yes, McIntyre successfully defenses his title. He defeats Brock Lesnar and defeats uh, the uh, Big Show all in one the same night. Who told the Big Show to show up? Did anybody say there were snacks? Why was he even there? That's all I want to know. I'm going to be honest. I thought Big Show was going to beat Drew in his first title defense. And um, we could have got the run of show that we've always deserved. I thought Show would retire. What? I thought Big Show (laughs) had officially retired. You know, like a couple years ago. 
He retires so, yeah, more, times, was... more times than he turns heel. Uh, yeah, maybe he retires for every tier. He has to retire for every time for every tier he has shed in the ring. Wow, goodness, that's a lot of retires. Mm-hmm. Then he still got he still got quite a lot of times. Well, I mean, the memories alone. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's still young in uh, pro wrestling standards. So is he though? Hey, he should still get a world title shot. If Goldberg can win the world title, why not a uh, Big Show? And how how many wrestlers can say they have a show on the Netflix machine? Essentially, so yeah, he is the Big Show. Watch him on the Big Show show on Netflix, available now for at least what seven ninety nine. It's the cheapest. Netflix is like eleven bucks. I don't know. I pay I pay fifteen ninety nine, but that's because. I watch it on multiple screens sometimes. But that's besides the point. We've bored you enough. Thank you all for listening. This is uh, this is the Yellow Man uh, with my friends. Uh, make sure you follow us on the Twitter machine. I'm at FOW Radio. I'm at Yellow Man PA. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F and Danger. Mika's on Twitter at Mika Villas and Erickson Twitter at EJ423X. See, yeah, I know, I know, oh, I remember. Yeah. Uh, and you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, uh, and a lot of other places where we're at, but we're about to be out of time. So thank you for listening. And until next time, keep watching wrestling.